Yo, people always ask me what kind of frames I'm rocking. I've been rocking Caddis for a couple years. They make amazing progressive readers, which I wear. Also, they make sunglass readers, anti-glare, anti-smudge coating, anti-scratch, and anti-aging. That's why I look mad young when I wear them. I'm just kidding. Um, but they make amazing frames. Caddis, so stoked to have you guys part of the podcast. You can go to caddislife.com slash Toby10 and get $10 off your first purchase. Stoked. Thank you, Caddis. Welcome to the fam. Yo, yo, Liquid Death. Thank you so much for hydrating all my guests taking care of me and my family and my friends. Love your water. Love your brand. Love what you stand for. Love you give back to the community. If you want to learn more about Liquid Death and how it started, listen to episode 115 with the co-founder, owner, and creator of Liquid Death, Mike Cesario. Just a punk rock skateboarding kid from Delaware with a dream. It's an incredible story, incredible journey. They have now blessed me with my own code. So if you go liquiddeath.com slash Toby, you get free shipping on any items you order from liquiddeath.com. Thank you so much, Liquid Death. Death to plastic, murder your thirst, stay hydrated. You know H2O saves lives. Welcome to the One Life One Chance podcast. I'm your host, Toby Morse. To the right of me, I have my brother from another mother back on the podcast, Mr. Derek Green, separator in the house. What's up, what's up, what's up? In the house. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being here. And then sitting across from me, my friend, I haven't seen you in a really long time. I really appreciate you being here today, uh, Patty Schemmel. Hi. Yeah. Thank you so much for being Ooh. here. And me and Derek are such poses. The documentary was 10 years old. We watched it last night. Hit so hard. <laughs> 10 years old? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Fucking, I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Shit goes by so fast. Yeah. Um, obviously, we did some deep dives on you. I'm sure you're... Sick of talking dive. about your sick of talking deep about yourself. Uh, but thanks for being here. <laughs> How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. I'm so into Derek's voice right now. That's uh, it's interesting. Thank you yeah, so it's much. Good. Yeah. It's mesmerizing. I'm gonna be shy the whole time. It's like, versatile. Like so and you listen to a lot of podcasts. Have you heard yeah. a voice like that before? Never. Not yet. It's pretty, it's, <laughs> you got a voice for radio. Yeah. That's it's good to hear. But I you got I, a face for TV too. Yeah. Oh, thank you. So um, thank you. So how are you, Patty? You doing good? Yeah, I'm doing good. You're doing alive. Good. You here? Yeah, I'm alive. I'm here, and uh, gonna get maybe my boost booster. Boost. Soon. Oh, soon. Getting okay. the booster. A booster. So you, chair? you survived the COVID <laughs> pandemic yes, so far. Yes. Yes. And uh, daughter is getting the. She's 11. Wow. Getting the second vax okay. on. Eleven years old. Yeah, they, they, it's amazing. They can have children, mm-hmm. but it's you know, uh, I she on the first one. She was like out after it. Plain. You know, like right. knocked yeah. her out. I I, I can imagine. Put her Tough down. Stuff. Yeah. Tough stuff. Right off the top. Let's go straight for the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> straight for the. Uh, let's talk about that plague. Yeah, I know. Jesus. <laughs> they were in right now, but and that was a new Omatron. Omatron coming. Oh, oh, I know. Omatron. Oh, yeah. It's like a Transformer yeah. vibe Damn or something. It definitely yeah. has that vibe Jeez. about it. Where do they come up with the names? Is there a room? I think that's a pretty badass yeah. one, to tell you it the truth. Cool. I mean, I've seen them the, going around the internet. There's yeah. all sorts of. Uh, There's some memes. Animation yeah. they've drawn up with it. It's pretty cool. <laughs> How do you pronounce it? Omatron. Omatron. Right? You probably say it's scary. Omatron. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Who does come up with the names? That's really interesting. I yeah. think I did a little background check on where they came up with that, but I, I, I don't remember it off the top of my head. It was quite interesting. It just spreads faster. It's not stronger. It's not more deadlier. They don't know anything right okay. now. They're telling yeah. the truth, Toby. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's too early to tell. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for the information. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, sure. Can I just stay off the top that I'm a big, a big fan of the, the podcast. Thank you. Ooh. And I loved 
the Fat Mike episode and that the Nate Albert one was so good. I know all the different artists that he works I with. I know. You want to tell but you want to hear from okay. that. Hey. All those old the the beginning of the Bostones, like yeah. I'm a big fan. Me too. And those stories about the beginning of the Bostones and how um was Nate's brother is on the cover of the SSD record. Yes. The kids will have their say where they're yeah, going up going the, the stairs. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Love Iconic that kind of photo. stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and then like finding the weekend and being involved in like all yeah. kinds of pop I did, music. I gotta check it out. I wasn't here for that. Yeah, no, no, you weren't. I forgot oh, what you thanks, were. Thanks, man. That's cool. Sorry. What I um, loved about about that talk and then um, the Fat Mike is that these are two really brilliant, successful guys that created, um, like marketed and built their bands and did yeah. it without. Well, you know, um, Boston's got on a major, but like Fat Mike. <laughs> Like built his band. You can do actually. It is possible to not sign to a major know, and he's be successful. I yeah, know, man. That that was one thing that was really, really impressive. Like yeah, Fat Records and mm-hmm. No Effects' his career and no yeah. major label, nothing, no help from anyone. Sure, they had some video play here and there and stuff like that, but like just his own way, his own rules the whole time. Like Ian McKay style. Yeah, right. yeah. I Same way. Yeah. yeah, and man. Ian like doesn't really care about like. Um, big houses, etc., no. etc. Maybe Fat Mike a little bit. Yeah, he's know. been through that, which yeah. is not a thing. But like, there, there's two <laughs> different kind of th- situations there, and it's interesting. But it's cool that like they just toured and toured and like came up with ideas for let's do it like this, let's do that. I know, man. Like marketing, smart. Right, right. Yeah, guys, he's, he's really smart. Yeah, believing in their ideas. You yeah, know, it's really. But like, not worry about getting permission from somebody just doing right. it yeah. you know what i'm saying like yeah believe super diy themselves. right yeah and then nate going to market like business school at brown mm. like yeah and like yeah. after all the success of the boston still yeah. grinding and doing something right. else like not just being comfortable you know what i mean i yeah. I, I, I admire that you know Me like too, especially man. when i heard like for example the singer from iron maiden you know how he's own, he's part of this airline company. Yeah, yeah. he's a pilot. Uh, he's a serious. He can fly seven forty seven. Uh, yeah, for God's sakes, he's Does just he like Iron Maiden's my uh, side gig. Yeah. but I, <laughs> you know, I mean, you need a lot of hours of flying to be able to fly seven forty seven their own plane. Yeah, that's no yeah. joke. That is incredible. Yeah, and he's all over the stage. Like he yeah, still yeah. to the stage. Is he sixty? He's definitely got to be. He goes off like a yeah. hardcore singer. Like he yes. goes off. Like he goes off. Like I'm really, really impressed. And ha- don't they have a plane with Eddie on it? Yeah, yeah. The that's monster. the one he can fly. Like, yes. yes. <laughs> Imagine that. You know, yeah. I, I talked to some, to some people that were working in that crew, and I was like, I bet there's like people partying. He was like, Absolutely not. Damn. He's like, It's all like pro. all pro. Yeah. Don't fuck yeah. around. Wow. And if you are partying, then see you later. Do those guys yeah. party still? You think? No. Okay. <laughs> Not really. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I, I think... Not even Nico? Maybe Nico. Maybe Nico. Maybe Nico. <laughs> Just a little Maybe bit. Nico. I'm not going to confirm yeah. that, but I'm almost certain that uh, Bruce is, you know, straight edge almost. Yeah. You know? like yeah. Very... They take it... They're very professional. You know, those older guys have started to really be into health. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's like the coolest thing now yeah. to be, you know, like not a broken down punk rocker. That, mm. that was <laughs> what was going on in... Um, 93 when I went to Brazil for Rock and Rio I was I went with just hang out with Nirvana right. and Alison Chance no was deal. there <laughs> Alison Chance was there and 
um, <laughs> L7 yeah. and Red Hot Chili Peppers. Sick lineup. And yeah, I can't remember who else, but um, so we're all traveling. We traveled between, you know, it's Sao Paulo and, yeah, and Rio. Rio and everybody else was so fucked up and <laughs> like you can get everything there, you know, well, cocaine mostly. Yeah, mostly. And, and probably uh, good cocaine too, right? I've oh, heard that tons. it's in- from incredible. Yeah. From yeah. It's yeah. very close to the source. Yes, <laughs> precisely. <laughs> and, um. Uh, I remember the guys in the Red Hot Chili Peppers just, you know, waking up early the next day and going out and, you know, getting exercise and just fresh faced, right. straight <laughs> edge, you know, sober guys. And and I was like, oh, like, oh, I need something. And um, we were at a some kind of like party at some bar and I was fucked up. And then Flea was sober and sits down. He's like, hey, you know, and I'm like, hi, you know, we're talking. And he was really cool, but like hanging out, even though. He didn't drink or do, but yeah, hanging, I remember yeah. those guys were like total fitness and, yeah, yeah. but at that, I remember that moment just because it was such a, like a moment where in my mind I was like, you don't have to feel like this, you know, right. you can, mm. you know, they, they're playing music and doing their thing and they're sober and they, you know, it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> But then I, you know, that didn't stop me. Like I didn't go home. I right. lasted a few more years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not done. <laughs> okay. But even Anthony Kiedis, um, he's always he's been up. In, I mean, he's probably sober now. But back then, he was kind of wilding yeah. out a little bit too, right? Yeah. He had that crazy Iggy Pop body forever. Still, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Even when I saw mm-hmm. him perform recently on we were in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame too. I think. Yeah, probably. they were. Yeah. They were. I'm sure. They Shirt were. off, same yeah. thing. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's got that great. Uh, Native American tattoo yeah. on his back in that one video at the remember when he's running in Hollywood and I remember you know I'm as gay yeah. as it gets you know but I saw that <laughs> I saw that video and I got confused I was like slightly attracted in a weird way I was like ooh 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 yeah. oh, wait a minute <laughs> and then I came back and I was but like but he seemed okay. like somebody who maintained on that crazy lifestyle and still performing like he maintained a uh, profession still yeah you know, true did this stuff too as well true as well as you did. You yeah, know but I mean? it, it's not, you know. Not saying it's a good thing. I'm just no, saying. no, no. But like, it's, I'm sure, you know, uh, getting to Brazil wasn't, you know, it's probably like there were already problems. There was problems with like, you what, know, Lane Staley. What year was this? This was like, uh, 93. That's okay, no joke. Yeah. 93 in South mm-hmm. America. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like Lane had oh, yeah. uh, his, you know, personal right. dealer fly in, Maria. Wow. Uh, and we, you know, everybody partook. Wow. And yeah. So flying in. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Flying in, bro. That happens with the, yeah. That and that's scary right that's there. Really Smuggling scary. from different places. Because when you're strung out and, you know, you're always like, well, I'll quit before I go on tour. And you don't. Right. And then you are on to, then you got to go. So you think you're going to bring enough to last. And it's like, <laughs> oh, no. It's gone in a day. Mm-hmm. And then. There you are, Damn. stuck. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could be an instant locked up abroad story. Yeah, right? That show's scary. Oh, yes. I watch it a lot just because I'm like, oh, I know the feeling. Uh, yeah. And because I did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. How many are sober now for you? Uh, let's see. Come, I'll be 17. Wow. March. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. amazing, man. It's amazing. Yes. It's so, amazing. yeah, just, just, just like all the deep diving and the documentary is all so. Everything you've been through, it's incredible. It's like you're here right now and you're healthy, you're alive. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah. And, you know, I people say, well, how do you do it? You know, is there a, Mm. you know, and there is no thing. Right. It just, 
It's just a... I uh, I always wonder why I couldn't somebody that I love so much couldn't yeah you know or their choice was I don't want to and yeah. I'm just gonna kill myself mm, you know I yeah. and no no offense you know I have no I don't take right. I'm not judging at all because I understand if that struggle is too hard you don't see yourself as a person that can live without it because yeah. it's a chemical thing you mm. know and yeah. that's your choice then you know. That's your choice. Yeah, like even if after like Kurt and the, and Kristen died, yeah, you still were kind of you still whiling out. Still. Yeah, yeah, probably I even mean, more then. Yeah, I mean, I took it was a moment of pause, right? And then yeah. then you go to your first rehab and you learn what it's all about. You know, like all the the what addiction is and you know, and I kind of knew in a way because my parents were alcoholics, so I kind of knew. Yeah. Um, and in recovery, so. Mm. But um, it wasn't stopping. Were they in the program? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I grew up it's in, in the it. doc, man. Mm. <laughs> Someone didn't take notes. So yeah, no, no, I didn't no, take no. notes. Not well, a big have, deal. I have my notes <laughs> No, but like, so, you know, I always knew, I always thought to myself, well, I'm different, you know? I always thought, you know, when I was a kid, I thought, my parents drank because they were from New York and it's scary and it's city ish there. And so, you know, it's like, what? You know, like whiskey. I don't know. And so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, and I just did, uh, you know, I started out doing, you know, alcohol, and then you're all constantly searching, and then yeah. you arrive at heroin, you know, it's just like, Whoa. whatever. <laughs> I mean, you started drinking like, what, 11 to 12? Yeah. Uh, 11 to 12 years yeah. old, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I, being, I remember being like, having this surge of energy, but anger, you know, mm-hmm. and not knowing where to put that, and then drums helped a lot, yeah. and then punk rock helped a lot. To yeah. go to shows and like push people and then have feel people push me and then yeah. all that, you know, in that that yeah. situation was it felt good. Yeah. How old were you when you went to your first show? Like fourteen. Wow. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You remember what show that was? Um God. Uh maybe Meat Men. It was a weird wow. one. It was a weird Where the one. Meat Men, you suck. <laughs> I know. Meat Men is so yeah. I don't even know if that band yeah. could survive today. I know. I know. Like I, I did a deep dive on Meat Men before because I was like, why was I such a fan of this fan? band? Yo, I Brian Baker played in the Meat Men as yes. well. Oh, shit. Yeah. I don't know, I know if you that. knew yeah. that. Check your that. notes, kid. Yeah, but don't ask <laughs> I know. No. But don't ask me on trivia because you know, I thought Franz Stahl was in Stahl at thirteen. <laughs> We had to check that before the pod. I was like, yo, are you serious? Yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. the Meatmen. Um, wow. Yeah. Um, they had a lot of insane songs. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Just God. the titles alone were just like, Whoa. And it wasn't like a, ooh, a Meatmen show. It was just like, we're going to a show and you just okay. go, you know? Yeah. And what, you, what were your and then, impressions? Oh, Ramones, I mean, oh. probably ooh, first. Okay, all right. Great one. At the, hey. Yeah, at the... <laughs> Cuckoo, not the cuckoo's nest. I almost said, no, no, the, there's the hub ballroom and the uh, Eagles hippodrome. That's it. Cuckoo's nest. That's a classic spot. Yeah, though. it is. It classic. Is. Uh, and then you got arrested at DOA show? Yeah. Yeah. What got arrested doing? in the park. Drinking. Drinking. Mm-hmm. Beer. Man, God. Taking a moment to go outside and fastbacks were playing. And, and after that, I went outside and drank beer. And I love the fastback. <laughs> Um, and it just, you know, being mouthy and stuff and, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, rebellious. Yeah, yeah. And there was, there was such a focus on this particular club because there were no all ages clubs in Seattle. Right. And there was an ordinance about the teen dan- dance ordinance where you couldn't, 
dance at a certain age or move her. Like, I know it was, wow, it was like it's, a yeah, it's totally a footloose situation. Wow. Oh, and um, so <laughs> there was a, like police everywhere, undercover police. And, yeah. I see him moving his total... there. <laughs> and so you underage drinker? <laughs> yeah. Wow. So you, get, you get, so you get arrested. Did your parents freak out? Yeah. My mom. Yeah. She had to go it's pick like, me this up. This is a one-way track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know me and your father. You know. No, I think it was quiet in the car. It was really quiet. Were you? Were they cool about you going to punk shows at that age? Yeah, you know. My, I remember my dad was like, uh, "You can go, um, maybe take some pictures or something." You know, like I had to do something. <laughs> I love that. You know, artistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember. <laughs> Remember taking some pictures. <laughs> and, and uh, that's great, yeah. though. I, I wish so I would have done that. Yeah. Mm. You know, in that time, like, yeah. I was like, oh, pictures are, you know, take your soul. <laughs> what do you you know, I was like, I don't have any pictures of me, like, yeah. really young, like, in that teenage phase. Because mm-hmm. uh-huh. I was so, like, rebellious. I was like, no, can't take a yeah. photo of me, bruh. What are you doing? Really? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Idiot. <laughs> So, um, so you got into music and everything in yeah. school. How were you in school? Uh, you know, average. You know, soon as uh, I discovered drums, it was just drums, drums, drums. That's yeah. all I cared about. Yeah. And drinking and punk rock. Drums yeah. and drinking and punk rock. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then uh, I got into, you know, I started playing music and, and playing in bands and going to Seattle. And, and your brother, the, yeah. the same. He was a yeah. guitarist. Yeah. And, yep. yeah. and he, before he started playing guitar, he did art. So he did a lot of our flyers. Cool. And um, one of them, I was in this punk rock band called The Primitives. It was okay. uh, three guys and me. I think there was in the, you guys saw that. Yeah. In we the, yeah. And we had a show in um, Mount Vernon at a skate ramp with, False Liberty, which was the only, I might have heard the name and of the did, band. Diddly Squat. Mm. Um, False Liberty was the first, like of of note, uh, straight edge band with wow. Greg Anderson, Damn. who went on to start Southern Lord okay. Records, and he's like, he was he was our um, offering of straight edge, you know, really? like yeah, because Seattle, you know, you don't really think, <laughs> yeah, I don't think at, at all. all, you know, there was yeah. no scene, then like there was that and Diddly Squat, Christ on a Crutch. Under Crisis oath, on the crutch. Yeah. 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 Under oath is like, another yeah. one. Accused. Yes, but they are not straight edge. I know they're Under definitely oath, not straight edge. Yeah, <laughs> I saw the accused. I'd say a billion times. Wow. Yes, well, I'm a big fan. And I'm me too. And weird that you know I don't know why they talk about the accused in like any in like in a uh, straight edge adjacent. Is it because yeah. I've read you know maybe they play together with other maybe I don't know, but um. I noticed like New York hardcore kind of has a metal vibe to it. Totally. Yes, definitely. Crossover. Yeah, yeah. the crossover. Yeah. Harder yeah. edge to it, yeah, for yeah, sure. It's yeah, the, later on, yeah, when it moved down a little bit further, it got more into that. That was because of DRI. Was, yeah, yeah right? I mean, it was, all of that was like kind of crossing over that time period. You know, uh-huh. I think, it, yeah, especially Nazi DRI front. like set it off. Right. Of, like, yeah. Like, and you that was okay? You guys were cool with that? Or you're more into I mean, youth of today? I'm more youth. Was, of t- I'm more like youth of today. Yeah. Gorilla Biscuits. They had Melody. Yeah. Dag Nasty. Um, Seven Seconds. One of my favorite bands of me all too. time. The Melody. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I was more of a Melody guy. I was me never too. a metal guy. Yeah. So when I moved to New York and I was coming from the D.C. area, which was so melodic and so emotional, emo time, um, the, to New York was just kind of abrasive for me. But I liked it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like mm-hmm. I never liked Metallica. I never liked the metal bands growing up. Later mm-hmm. on in life, I appreciate them mm-hmm. now. But then I was just. 
melody for me, you know? Yeah. No, I was the same. I was pretty... I was close with the metal type sound and everything because I couldn't really relate to lyrically. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, I, yeah. and I was just like... Mm. Yeah. And, and But then... I don't know. Something happened with like Metallica. Like I again, it was like the visuals. I was like, hmm, these guys look kind of cool. They have yeah. like Misfits patch, right? Yeah, that's right. Cool. They'll blend like, yeah. that blending of. And then know. I just like heard it, and I was like, oh my, this production is incredible. I was like, these guys are like <laughs> really taking their instruments seriously and playing. And uh-huh. I was like, whoa. And then it just kind of like that merge of yeah. like Agnostic Front getting like some some crazy players i was like okay that's cool but then there was like losing a little bit of like that i don't know attitude Uh Mm. i'm just like whatever like fuck it we're gonna just play and just play and i and i miss people got more serious about playing yeah yeah sounding tighter bums you out uh, no not bum me out but it just maybe a pro attitude or something i I don't know i guess it just kind of changed my mind i was like oh yeah these people are changing Uh now that i am you know a musician and playing a lot i'm like they were growing. They're changing. Things are yeah. happening in their lives. Yeah. You know, yeah. of course they're going to change, you know, with that or or not, you know. But it started to become a little more understanding. And then I started to open up a little bit more. Like, I, I do like this metal sound, you yeah. know. It was, mm. it was getting a little bit boring for me with the same riffs, you know. Like, here comes the breakdown. Here yeah. comes this part. I know what's coming up next. <laughs> yeah. No surprise. You know, yeah. it's cool. But, I, you know, a yeah. little bit more. I thought skate rock was kind of cool. Yeah. Was so JFA cool. was a skate rock. Big boys. There was there was some you're, you're melody in there. You're naming my playlist right now. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Rad, I the faction. To. Oh, and a faction. Oh my yeah. God, Steve Cavallaro. Yeah. Uh, I love him. Yeah, he's I the love best. him. He's the best. There's a game changer. Like I don't this. know him personally, but I remember being at the Warp Tour and he was in line to eat some food, and I was behind him, and that's all. That's all I got. <laughs> he's a sweetheart. He's awesome. We're lucky to know him in skate yeah. with him. He's awesome. Such a cool guy. Derek yeah. broke his ankle at his ramp a couple yeah. months ago. Really? Yeah. I was just like, it's yeah. all right, man. It's a useless. Like, I was like, they're going to need to fly a helicopter in here, man. I'm so <laughs> I <know>. embarrassed. You <laughs> know? But at least it happened at Cab's ramp. It's kind of cool. I was yeah. just like, then I just put it off like, no, it's good. It's good. And they're like, yeah, it's spring, bro. And I was like, this shit's broken. Like, in my head, I was like, it's so broken. Were you like, I'm just going to be cool? Yeah, right I was now. like, cool eating at the should've, barbecue yeah. for you God's sake. You should have had some. Cap cabs on, <laughs> yeah. a little protection. Should have, yeah. So the skate rock stuff, seeing those ads in Thrasher magazine, yes. all those. Oh man, it was a game yeah. changer too. Yeah, and hearing those songs in the Bones Brigade videos. Oh, did yeah. you guys stuff. skate when yeah. you were kids? Oh, yeah. oh my god, Still skate. every day. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes, okay. my son skates. I skate. I'm more of a ramp guy. My son's a street guy. Uh-huh. I've always skated half pipes growing up. Yeah. Love that. Yeah, it was an integral part of of growing up. That's. I mean, I think I, I think that I was so obsessed with it. I never did drugs or drink uh-huh. at mm. all. Just natural. I was just like, I'm going out. That was my and natural just out high all day. Like, yeah. yeah, that was a super high. Like, Me let's too. just stay here all night until we get this trick done. Just like, yeah, over and listening to music. I never like put. Um, East Coast and skating together. I know. <laughs> I, yeah, I just. No, I, I was you. always West Coast sunshine. You know. I hear you on that. All True. that Tony True. Hawk and McTwisting. Yeah. And it changed the game. I mean, so much from L.A. I didn't. I mean, it's had such a big influence in the world. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, it was that skating, attitude. punk rock. Right. That attitude. Oh, yeah. Music. I mean, massive like influence. That, the whole thing of like a um, being from you know the Northwest in Seattle and then seeing like. Uh, one of those videos of like an Agent Orange playing right. at like a skate 
competition or just a skate thing. It was like the coolest so cool. thing and so far away from where I was from, you know, right, yeah. in the rain and yeah. darkness. Oh, man. <laughs> I, for, I forgot about Agent Orange, man. Wow. I love the Such melodies, underrated. Yeah. Like, nobody talks about Agent Orange. like Fire in the rain, bro. Yeah, those records are great. <laughs> great soundtracks, too. I saw too. them and screamed. Okay, yeah. Like Scream opened up for Agent Orange, and I was like, wow. So, were you born in Washington or was it Los Angeles? Or no, I was LA. born in Long Beach. Oh, okay. That's Crazy. what I thought. But we, I lived, I was there for maybe, you know, six months as a baby. Ah. And then parents moved to. But your parents are from Brooklyn, so how did yeah. they end up getting out here? Like, They both met each other and then decided to get out of New York. And wow. they got one of those VW bus awesome. bands and then did the whole cross-country thing awesome yeah and my brother that. was born up there wow interesting so long beach first yes yes was that for a job or something maybe, maybe. i okay. think they just were like they both thought oh let's go to california you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then how and yeah. then how did you end up in washington what, what um i think there was some like work some yeah. kind of boeing issue or something like that uh, yeah like, boeing like yeah, going there that makes sense and um big company so yeah grew up there and yeah, in Seattle wasn't a place to be like you know being playing drums, being a musician. It was all like metal. Right. You didn't really, you know, like no bands really came through. Mm-hmm. Really, like just yeah. Rush and Van Halen, <laughs> yes. like uh, big bands. <laughs> yeah. You know, and like you didn't really think, you know, it wasn't like you didn't really think you'd ever like be successful in music being from there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's crazy all like that whole. Wave just blew up. Yeah, it was, it was fucking. I nuts, it came. I didn't see like it coming. Band after I band. Didn't. Yeah. And, yeah. and and it, but the thing is, it was the timing, which just seemed like it was perfect for it because coming out of that age of uh, the eighties, the eighties, which I love, but it was like the end of the eighties, just like wow, you know, where is this gonna go? And it was mm. just like such a weird time period. Yeah, and metal. And metal, stuff. like metal shiny metal. Yeah. Yes. But then there's those, um, you know, it gets, it becomes huge, and then there's the labels, you know, yeah. you know, Suck buying up all this, everything, and then it becomes bands like, you know, then they're Candlebox. No offense, but yeah. they're like not <laughs> from Seattle or they're from whatever. Mm. But like in your situation, like let's say that in your scene, okay, okay, and then you know. Well, there's those bands like Candlebox, right? Like everybody, you know, they, yeah. like, would you think of or say a band that you were like, uh, yeah, it's you a good, know, it's a, it's a good point. Yeah. Interesting about Candlebox. Quick story is that Guy Oseri, Maverick Records. Right. He was A&R for that band. Okay. They had Freddie Demand, Madonna's manager, yeah. and, and Guy came to see H2O at a blackout showcase at CBGB's. Okay. They were interested in H2O for some weird reason, came to see us play, saw the show, we had a great show at CBGB's. And then, like the following Monday or something, they got a message from a lawyer that they chose another band who was, you know, had had a, well, they were, they were like rock, they were hard, but they were also radio friendly, and it was Candlebox. Wow! Oh. Not that they yeah. not that they picked them over us, yeah. but what they were the? they were searching for like a melodic, right. harder edge band. Yeah, they it's were like searching. They checked all yeah. the things, and then it's like you're not even like it may. It, back in the day, I was probably a little bit more angry about it, but still, <laughs> I'm these days I'm like. You know, like just sort of like, yeah. it, it just like you're not from my scene, you know, or yeah. whatever. No, totally just not real. 
I always thought about that one, like, go, like, the major label. No, I don't say that word because I was in a major label. Like, the bigger rock bands. Yeah. We're going to go play a show at, at CBGB's, and oh, MTV's going to film it. Yeah. yeah. The first yeah. time at CB's. Yeah. And it's, like, not the normal CB's crowd. The it's, like... The labels yeah. were just, like, sucking the life out of anywhere they could find. It was <laughs> yeah. just so yeah. ridiculous, though. They were like, we got the money. Yeah. And we're going to do it. You know, and then CDs came about, and they're like, now we're making crazy money because everyone was trying to, like revamp their record collection like i'm getting rid of these records and getting cds yeah, yeah. i was like oh yeah. and then it cut to my house like two weeks ago and there's like eight you know giant boxes of cds and i'm calling 1-800 you know u-haul junk come over <laughs> they back the truck and I'm like, no. i've been carrying these things out. around wow. and i just got rid of i went through and then like just got rid of everything Damn. i'm like it's gotta be a good feeling getting rid of all of it like, cause now it can just exist, and uh, I mean, I'm done with the collecting the vinyl. <laughs> you have vinyl, you wow. a lot of vinyl. Not anymore. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. No. Mm -hmm. We used to have a lot of stuff, though. Yeah. And now <laughs> I just, you know, sell the that that I sold that professional yeah. single. You know, the yeah. one yeah. with the that's such a great song. You know, the one, um, the one. It's it's a poppy banger. The professionals, come on. What is it? Name. Um, um, oh, it's called uh, the. Anyway, okay. <laughs> Starlock 13. Starlock yeah, 13. Um, what's crazy is you had that suitcase full of all the all the videos, and that's yeah, what, that's what made the yeah. It's crazy you held oh, on to that for so right. long. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and the, the weird part is that I even have anything because you know storage space homeless, yeah. and then you just lose track of stuff, and and then you know some stuff was gone, and you know that was what was left. Yeah. So I want to rewind a little bit. So school, yeah, you graduated rewind. from school. Yeah. And what was your goals at that point? Uh, to play, just to music. play, play, yeah. Play were you drum, a milk bone too? Yeah, it was. That was my. You know, we were kind of brother? like a, a. Yeah, not Larry, but and then after that, it was was milk bones. Was my like we were kind of like a surf band. Cool, you know? nice. Right. You know, we play at you know in the cafeteria at school. And, um, wow. <laughs> but there were no punk rockers at school, so they thought yeah. we were. Weird. Yeah, you saying it. that, and the two members of the other band would get beat up and stuff because you yeah. look like, like a cow town, like yeah, yeah, Hick Town or something. Yeah, they just wanted like because they were, they thought we were weirdos, and they yeah. just mm -hmm. you hit weird things and get rid of them, you know. Yeah, um, exactly. So, yeah, and then it was moved to Seattle, and you know, started playing drums in different bands. You know, you yeah. kind of like just try out different things and sort of explore, mm -hmm. and. Um, Man, you played in a lot of bands. I know. Yeah. And how I mean, far was Seattle too from where you lived? It was like forty-five minutes, okay. not oh, far. Okay. Yeah, a not lot of bands. I mean, I have a fucking <laughs> so many bands. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, before you got to Hole, I mean, Doll Squad too. Yeah, yeah. I recently listened back to some of that. Oh. <laughs> I have a question about that. Is that Kathy Watson? Is she Kathy Watson who runs Punk Rock Bowling? No. Okay. Different. Okay, that's the homie who does took care of all okay. the shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I thought I was like she might be too young. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Different person. Okay. And then Midnight Movies is that a band too? That's my brother's band. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's so cool, you guys. Did, did so many things together. Yeah. Yeah. And, he was never. He never played music. He was always. We yeah. always collected stuff together, and um, and then I bought him a guitar. Oh, when, you got him a guitar. Yeah, and then he. I brought home this, uh, I was hanging out with Bruce Pavitt and from Sub Pop and Bruce was starting Sub Pop and he was, I was hanging out with him and he said his, you know, his whole idea 
for pop, sub pop was going to be you know the singles club and then yeah that's right it's going to be like and there's mm. this new band called mud honey and they Damn. used to be part of green river he was really into early white zombie mm. and he gave me a pixies record and he gave me um wow. that uh spaceman three perfect prescription record okay and i brought that home and my brother was like what the fuck is this <laughs> and like looked at that cover and the, he's playing a jaguar and that was it from right. there larry was like i'm gonna get that guitar and wow. then and then that was good and, the, and your parents was totally supportive of just trying to play music they're like yeah. you should go to college you should do this and they yeah, weren't no. musical at all they no didn't. but they were like artists and, oh that's uh, cool you know not uh, like they were just free thinking artists but my you know cool. i was always brought up like well you got to get a job like like you know it was a blue collar job okay, you know right. it wasn't like uh it was always like just a job that pays mm -hmm. yeah and it was like grim mm -hmm. really <laughs> you know well, you went that oh, yeah, so you were like i wait you were did i jump ahead like microsoft yeah. i was gonna yeah. say that <laughs> yeah i did i worked at microsoft but it was like in the factory doing you know Crazy. doing it with with the forklift right and and i got <laughs> You know, I got stock, and if I would have kept that, oh, that would have made more that. money yeah. with that than I have ever. <laughs> so you had stock back then? Yeah, back in like ninety. Oh, 90. I know. How fast did you get rid of that? How long? Did you like right away. You're like like right as soon as I. This. Yeah, and then Damn. when I made a little bit of money in whole, I bought some stock in Starbucks and. Microsoft, and then wow, you know, okay. when All you're right. an actively drinking and using person, you yeah. you don't, who cares about you? Just want the money, so right. like you cash in. Damn, oh. yeah. So I know you started drinking super early. So yeah, when did you start trying drugs? Like how old? Um, were you? pretty early, <laughs> like you know, at a party, at a punk rock party, somebody's doing coke, mm. starts there, and I hated pot, never liked really? marijuana because it didn't go good with alcohol. I guess for me. Nah. Yeah, Coke and alcohol go, goes good. Goes supposedly. good. good. Coke and alcohol. Okay. Right? I don't know. You never I, done I, Coke? I was never uh, into Coke. You never tried I'm it? Completely the opposite. Wow. wow. Okay. I mean, I, I, I've tried it and I was like, and I saw people on it. I was like, it's always been like, not me. I'm already a hyper person. Uh, me too. Naturally. Bro. So it's just like a, a horrible to be like soaring. You yeah. know, that strong for me. It's like, oh, yeah. my God, I'm already naturally right. like this. Like, what is happening? Nightmare. <laughs> yeah, not good. But I think <laughs> about, like, the first show I played on cocaine, and it was like, oh, my God, I can play so much faster. And I can, <laughs> you know, and that's such, it was so important to me to play fast yeah. and play consistent, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then and then it just dissolves, you know? It doesn't, right. it's so fleeting. And totally then um, it's just good word. fucked yeah. up. And so then you kind of keep searching for the next thing that's going to, mm. you know. And it, I think back to that attitude I had about drums before I ever touched alcohol. Yeah. Like, you know, like super excited and like um, mm. I felt confident. Yeah. And then, you know, then playing shows and stuff became, you know, drinking and drugs. And, and um, you know, it was fun. And, you know, people would always go, well, you know, you're your band's great or whatever you know and that was enough <laughs> but it just it, if i would have focused and you know really like if i didn't drink and do drugs you know i think i most definitely would have spent more time playing my drums and like mm. doing something you know yeah of quality i mean because there were some you know if i at, at a quarter of my ability on drugs and stuff and and then you know, playing and then if I was sober, I could really give it, you know, right. all my, 
you know, 100%. I would have been on Modern Drummer magazine. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But no, but, but you were saying you only drank and partied after shows, but then yeah, that, that turned yeah. into yeah, turn yeah. being high. Yeah, you ever? start to make these right. sort of deals mm. and rules and boundaries, which never, right. yeah. you know. Only after I'm going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Just a little bit before. So yeah. you you were going to be the original drummer for Nirvana. What, that, you, you were like Kurt's the, pick. Well, that's kind of a weird mythy story. Okay. But there's so many. Before girl. There were so many. Uh, I remember when Dan Peters from Mudhoney was playing drums, like for a few shows. Yeah. And he was on that uh, sliver. I think he played on that single. Mm. Um, and you can kind of tell his sort of style, but um, and he didn't want to be in the band. Who, who played on uh, Bleach? Uh, Chad Channing. Okay. And I think maybe Dale Crowther, maybe. Okay. Not, because yeah. Because I can't remember. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So then, um, I guess Kurt had mentioned, you know, we, i known him just from around, from our bands playing together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, he wanted to get a girl drummer, mm-hmm. you know? And so, cool. um, yeah, I don't know if he because if you wanted me to be in the band, I would probably have been right. in the band. Yeah, yeah, but so he they saw. I think was it? I think Buzz from the Melvins. Mm-hmm. Said, he was a roadie from Melvins, right? Kurt was. Um, he's what? Was he a roadie for the Melvins? Yeah, Kurt? but kind of not. Yeah, mm. unofficially. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. But then your band played with the Melvins. Yeah. Right? Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, so I think Buzz said, "Check out this kid from Scream." And I remember Scream played in Tacoma when Dave was in the band at this wow. club called Community World. And there was a big punk rock party with Chili, like a bunch of Chili. And I remember saying to Dave when I saw him the first time, you know, when he was in Nirvana, I think my and I said, remember when you guys, <laughs> remember, remember you guys playing that party at Community World? <laughs> and Tacoma, just like that. And he was like, yeah, and then we both went, chili at the same time. You remember? Okay, cool. Um, yeah. yeah, that's pre-internet too. So word spreading about what like Dave Grohl being a badass drummer in the band. Yeah, okay. yeah, mm-hmm. and that well, you go to shows and like that's show. how I was inspired, and yeah. that's how I yeah. learned new things was to watch other drummers and go, "Fuck, mm-hmm. I want to do that." Yeah, like Mac yeah. from Jesus Lizard. Yeah. That guy's a genius. So good, man. Yeah. That rhythm section is probably yeah. one of my favorite. Bass and drums, yeah. man, yeah. man, man, oh man, Shevitz. that yeah. is <laughs> something that still hits me. That's another one on my playlist. You're naming my playlist right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, and, and Melvin's too. That was yeah, such a, yeah. They were fast when they started, like super fast. So, and now, then they went super do, slow. Yeah. Super slow. <laughs> I loved it all. So yeah. do you actually audition for Nirvana at all? No, 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 no. But when... I moved to LA when Hole started and I lived at uh, with Kurt and Courtney in their apartment while we were kind of trying to get a bass player and yeah. learn songs and so we would go and just like get a space in the valley like some yeah. hourly situation and go play so it was me and Kurt and Courtney would just jam and Kurt always wanted to play the drums so I'd always <laughs> like just like like flail away at the bass or something. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> was he yeah. a good drummer? Yeah. Wow. He was good. And wow. he cuz I think cuz he he's a left-handed guitar player, right, so yeah. his strumming hand is his hi-hat hand. Oh, and right. like maybe that gotcha. has something but he thinks in rhythmic ideas. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Super genius, man. Yeah, I live really close 
to the house the other oh, place we that you there. stayed at. We yeah. went there. I you showed, showed it. So that, um, on Hightower? Yeah, I showed oh, yeah. him that because I was so like, crazy. Yo. That, I was that like, place. that still there, unrented. Really? Still like in shambles. Yeah, but yeah. I guess they just sold it or some, some oh, okay. thing with it. But right. it stayed yeah. like that for a long time. It was time. crazy because yeah, I looked at those like pictures no. of the remnants of it yeah. and I was like, wow, that's my room. And that, right. you oh, know, yeah. that's. Yeah, when I was watching the doc, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, yeah. And this. And yeah. I walked by there with some guy that wanted to see it, and he was like, I'm a huge Nirvana freak. And he was like, he wrote the entire <laughs> album here in this closet. And then I was watching the doc. I was oh, like, I saw that too. Yeah, yeah. he did. Uh, and, and well, I mean, like, some of it. But I right. mean, like, he had lot of songs from years before, right. though. Dang. And he would, like, they'd always been just in his pocket, you know? <laughs> Keep them out. <laughs> yes, I'll wait, just... one, I'll pull that, that one out. Yeah. But he would, um, if you wanted to demo, st- I remember him demoing something and, like, Eric from Hole would come over with a, I think it was like maybe a four track and a, and a mic and just set it up. And then Kurt would do a song and then it was like perfection just yeah. from up, you know, right. like just yeah. coming yeah. out. Like, and there, those are those rare moments. Yeah. I've met two other people like that, maybe, yeah. you know, wow. where it's like, ooh, you yeah. know. It's it's very rare, but it does exist in the music scene. I've always hated those people. Right. I'm just like, <laughs> I know. Bastard. Yeah. Like, it's like nothing it for them. It just like so natural. You yeah. Know? Like, from their from soul. Like, yeah. It's unbelievable. I love it and I admire it. It's just like, damn, I've yeah. never been that musician. I'm yeah. Like, like melodies just flow through. Right. Like they're receiving it from somewhere else. Right. And you're like, God. Yeah. I missed I, my my <laughs> antenna doesn't tune in whereas yours does. <laughs> <laughs> um. Did you have to audition for Hole, or you already just yeah? Kind of well, okay. Yeah, is that weird because um, you're your friends? Kurt, or no? Kurt called. Uh, you know, Kurt told Courtney and she like Dylan from Earth mm. was knew where I was. I was living in San Francisco, and um, gave my information to Eric, and Eric called and said, "Come down and audition." So I went down, and set up my drums at Jabberjaw, that club, and just started playing. You know coming up with just jamming <laughs> and then and then courtney came with um kurt and yeah so it's like the catch-up so how was the audition like what we're like are we gonna play a whole song or? yeah kind of i think we did some stuff but mostly courtney doesn't like to play whole songs I right guess. we did a wiper song uh-huh. wow and um, so, so there's just like naming stuff like hey let's try this yeah, yeah or yeah and then like Eric would play something and then I would play it and um, it's cool. but mo- a lot of it was just talking about music and okay. making connections like do you like Courtney was like uh, you know Tales of Terror or the Wipers you know like naming off right. these like do you remember yeah. the Sleepers you know sort of like it was a <laughs> test to me yeah. 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 I was like yeah I know I know Ricky Sleeper checking your crib <laughs> yeah I don't know yeah it was oh totally, yeah Ricky Ricky yeah, Sleeper yeah, 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 of course yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that kind of stuff, and then. um, So how that that was like one day. Yeah, and then that night I stayed at their house, and I remember going into their apartment and kind of like it was just like a little apartment and on Spalding, and um, you know they were listening to that. um, um, She hangs brightly. The the you know uh, Mazzy Star really into that record and. what else? I remember they'd just apparently eaten a uh, a bucket of chicken. <laughs> and I, I remember like I went I woke up in the morning and I had a friend with me 
Krista and she's like let's go get some coffee or something so I wrote them a note on the top like took the top off the bucket of chicken and went for coffee be back you know set it down yeah, yeah. and then uh, yeah and then they were um they didn't come out of their bedroom for a minute so I remember knocking on the door and then hearing something and then opening it and then Courtney going um hey knock first or something <laughs> I was like I did <laughs> like already off the top it was like weird you know <laughs> Bandmate ba- oh, bantering, man. yeah, get out of here. But wait, it's like we're friends. I stayed at your house night. Do I, get, I know. Do I get the audition yeah. or what? Yeah, What's yeah, going yeah. on? Yeah. So there like, was when no, did you tell me? Yeah. So when did you? Find she was out? like, stay another night and let's play again. Okay. And, and I was time. like, I can't because I had a day job. Mm. In Microsoft. No, this is in San Francisco. I worked at a medical supply company. Oh wow. Yeah, and so I drove back, and, um, basically, then I Courtney would call all the time. She loved talking on the landline really? oh, loved it love the landline amazing. Wow. loved it oh so she God. would call and we would talk and so by the like end of the first week of the after that i just quit the job and then we made a um plan to um have me come down and then i spoke with janet billick who was the management and you're gonna get this and then you'll get that and then in my mind so naive thinking oh I'm going to get a house with a swimming pool. You know, all this ridiculous <laughs> shit. You don't get that. Yeah. Barely. No. Yeah, what I, I got was like, uh, you know, me, uh, myself I had enough money to buy a Schmidt sports pack of beer. And <laughs> I had to, um, I didn't learn like a, all, I mean, Eric was such a taskmaster, even with the noise record. That was the first mm. whole record. I was like, what? You know, like really like drilling shit. But I was okay. like, in Seattle partying like a crazy person mm-hmm. and yeah. he's like uh we have work to do you yeah. know and I was like oh okay oh I guess it's like this right you know, no idea. serious yeah right yeah yeah it's not so, fucking around right oh, wow was he a sober guy t- no? uh, he um he does yeah he's a dabbler and things oh, yeah, but yeah. he doesn't I don't think he's got the you know we're different or yeah. DNA possibly um yeah so and he was sort of like the business mind behind it. And yeah, it sounds like okay. it. Okay. Yeah. So driving the whole thing, kind of right. Yeah. Keeping it organized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you so, guys are on your own tip, doing your own things, kind of right. It, yeah. it was. I was really. But then the, you know, then it starts the resentment. Like he's mm. the cop, you know, and he shows up at every party, and I'm uh. like, look, I'm trying to talk to Mark Arm right now <laughs> with this beer, you know. <laughs> Just keeping an eye on you and, and stuff. And, and yeah. Well, you know, he'd be like, damn it, you know, like I'd show up the next day, we'd have you know to practice, and he'd be like. Um, and it's just me and him, right? You know, and he'd oh. be like, "You, you know, you can't, you know, you, you're sucking if you, you know, if you have like if you party for more than three days, you, you know, like he would say these things on you." But that was his thing, though, right. too. Was him, you know, he was he took care of Courtney, who had a drug problem. He yes. um, was always minding me, who had I a drug. See. So that, yeah. in a way, is All his right. own drug, you know. Right. No offense. No, it was pretty normal back wow. then to be doing drugs and just hanging out and just making yeah. music. It wasn't like. We have problems. There's something wrong with yeah. us. Like we have addiction. No one yeah. ever. Right. But then you don't, you know, it wasn't about partying after a while. No one was hanging mm. out. Everybody was in their houses doing their drugs. By themselves. Right. Wow. wow. Then it becomes dangerous. That's, yeah, that's right. dangerous. Yeah. 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 But did you guys didn't get a high together or nothing like that? It was just um, on your own trip? You know what? I, I never, like me and Kristen, who was our first bass player, yeah. did. Mm-hmm. And... I maybe I think got high with Courtney once. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. 
and um yeah it, so it wasn't like a you know yeah it was such a in, in my band it was such a secret yeah. with each other you never wanted anyone to know what you were up to <laughs> yeah right. so you know we're the worst problem yeah who like, did yeah oh, like, oh my no, i'm God. just saying like oh yeah say like oh yeah i who, can handle myself right or, yeah yeah and so how long is that from when you join to making uh making the album um gosh let's see Started through this. Yeah, we made it in like. I'll be back. (laughs) We made it in like, I think ninety three, and then yeah, October, and so, yeah, I got in at like ninety two. I think I might have been in like a year and a half. Oh wow! She was playing shows leading up to making that. Barely playing shows. We were so we didn't do a whole lot because, um, we didn't do a whole lot because. We were looking for a bass player. And then, yeah. you know, Courtney had her whole other stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Drama. And yeah. so, you know, when we did get together, there was, um, you know, we would, I would learn all the songs, but also there, she was writing new ones. Yeah. Did you write some songs on the record? Or was just on the, yeah, on Live Through This I wow. did, but, you know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but it's yeah. just crazy how that record came out and how it just became what it is. It's just, you had no idea... Just making a record together. Yeah. You know what I mean? like, and like the guys that did it were Sean Slade and Paul Coldery from, uh, were they at Port, Fort Apache? Fort Apache. I, I heard yeah, that, yeah. yeah. And um, they they had just done the first Radiohead record. Wow. And then they were doing our record and they were like, eh, it's an art art record. You know, mm. or something like, nah, you know, they're kind of, they were great, but I'm sure they were totally like blown away by the behavior and, yeah, <laughs> sure. you know, and like the antics. Mm-hmm. Um did so, Kurt write any songs for Hole or no? He, he didn't. But people, okay. you know, there's like a lot of songs were written. You know, like Doll Parts was pretty much written bef- when I joined. Yeah. And Violet was written. Um, the idea of it was. But what, I mean, there's a song called Old Age and we use a section of it um, in the beginning of, um, I, it's on the record, but there's a, a, just sort of like a, the beginning of it is in live through this as a yeah. intro to something. Um, but that's a, that's Kurt's song. Okay. And we did that on, um, the unplugged. We did that. Song okay. And, yeah. Um, and then we would do Penny royalty live, which was so like, I never agreed with that shit. I was like, fuck. Like we played at this, we did this tour in Europe before we recorded and we did, I don't even think in utero was out. We did Penny Royalty. And wow. I was like, fuck, we can't, you know, what are mm-hmm. we doing? And um, I think, yeah, that's all I remember doing that. But we did play a show with no effects at a festival oh, wow. where me and Kristen were kind of hanging out with them. And uh, who's the guy? Eric Melvin. Yes. He was kind of hanging out and um, like maybe talking to Kristen. And then I think me and Kristen wrote a song called No Sex with No Effects. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I, I think amazing. I have a, I have a, a, I just digitized all my cassettes. Actually, have it wow. uh, digitally, but it was like acoustic guitar. That is amazing. <laughs> those guys, I remember they they had a whole thing. There they had like matching shirts. Oh yeah, back yeah. then, yeah. No effects, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so when you're making that record, yeah. I was watch, obviously in the doc you talk about you like doing crystal meth, making yes. making that album. Yeah. Because there was that's was there, you know, I, it was available. <laughs> was available. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, hello. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, like during right, the I'll, making I'll, of that, I'll do that. Yeah, yeah. 
and playing yeah. it on the songs. On yeah. The well, one of them, like I remember, Courtney was like, "Let's go to New York and see Nirvana and SNL," and I was like, "Sure." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's right. break out of the work. She was always yeah. pulling me out, and Eric would get mad, and uh. so we go to New York. We see, you know, Nirvana on SNL, and I, I remember totally. I was drunk, and I could <laughs> barely like that was so like crossed eyes basically um and you know being so like afterwards thinking back on what a moment to miss kind of right right. it's fucked up and then pat wore my farrah fawcett t-shirt i remember that wow yeah (laughs) yeah, you were were you like tripping on how big nirvana was getting at that time were you just like oh this is my friends having some success in a way yeah but it was um it was kind of cool to watch, but also not like it didn't. Some of it didn't really that Kurt wasn't so into like right. uh, the, the I don't know, that rock star posturing and stuff. Yeah. Um, but also um, he was still kind. And, and, you know, like I remember watching that and watching him be himself, you know, but yeah. also I think drugs helped him deal with a lot of that right. yeah i mean it was an incredible amount of like attention yeah so i mean every, so fast i mean crazy and it was different attention. for us because when we made our record it's not going to be like nirvana we like to remember that you know right. it's like we're totally different right and n- that doesn't happen to everybody we're not going to just all of a sudden be in the same you know yeah right uh you know cabillionaire boat Right. Um, yeah, it just had, it seemed like it's happened so fast with that video and just everything, man. It was just yeah. like, fuck. Yeah. It's like a yeah. tidal wave. A yeah. Tidal wave, it was yeah. weird to be like, I remember that first night staying with them and they had their bedroom window open in their bedroom and uh, talking to them. They're both in bed and like the neighbors had like a rock radio station on and Kurt's and like comes as you are comes on. And it was such a weird moment wow. to like hear your song, his song. And then he's like, you know, and it happened all the time. I'm sure, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's insane. I mean, every, I mean, it's like every song was almost like a single like hit. You know, yeah. like you didn't have to buy the albums. Yeah, you know, to know yeah, the songs. Like I didn't, true. I stopped with like Bleach. That was like the last album that's I so got. So good, and it's so good. I remember having it on cassette tape, and then after that, I was like, I didn't have to buy any. I knew all the songs from yeah. all the albums yeah. after that because I heard them so much. Yeah, every song. A and B side, which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Do, yeah. Do you have memories of making the live through this album? Or you two? Yeah. Yeah. I, I good rem- experience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember, you know, like Kristen did everything in one take. She's wow. a okay, genius right. bass player. Nice. She came from AMREP. You know, like her band, Janitor Joe, was like a super rhythmic, amazing band. And yeah. So, um, and then, you know, me, bit of a patchwork. <laughs> <laughs> And, but I remember um, working with the first time real producer and everything for you. Yes, okay. and like the first time that I got to um, like m- uh, like a great you know drum kit and yeah. actual time to like tune drums. It mm-hmm. was like what the you know <laughs> try out different snare drums. I flipped yeah. out. I was like, well, this a black. Yes, you really Ludwig supersonic. We'll try that. Let's try that uh, black beauty over here on this one <laughs> on that bridge. Nice. And. That's overwhelming. And, and you're sure. doing drums first, right? I take yeah. it. So drums then, are first. Yeah. Yeah. And the I remember there's a song called Jennifer's Body, and I liked playing that one because um, it was just straight, you know, really straight up for me, like where I would come from playing as a player at the time. Yeah. And then like Violet 
there it was kind of Eric's idea for the drum part, which interesting, mm-hmm. which is um, the drum part for Bella Lugosi's Dead. Yeah. If you take that and then you put oh, it, it's shit. that's Violet's drum part. Wow, which is interesting. That. That is really that's interesting. Cool. And then, um, yeah, there was a lot of that um, idea, like where if Courtney was writing, like she couldn't get the chords out, so she would use another band as an example and yeah, say, make it sound like this you know yeah like okay it's going to be i want a lars part here for you right. patty and then eric it's a helmet guitar part you know so you wow. know whatever you know, in the mix you know or whatever yeah. right, you know? right right <laughs> you know it's like smashing pumpkins smashing pumpkins lars 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 and I, then you know i don't know if I, I if i missed this part while i was in the uh uh the bathroom yeah um were you a part of the the so a lot of the songs already written you said um, she wrote well, something. Are yeah. you wrote... doll? Yeah, doll parts and Violet were done. So you got uh, Ish. writing credit for no, no. What the what? son of yeah. a yeah? The reason why I asked that is just because that I, I think that's I have so many artists I've talked yeah. to I'm like what? Yeah, really? and and I guess you know if there are if you're in the room when you're writing like there's rules around or or there's soft rules around like if there's three mm, people in a room right and you're all coming up with an idea right isn't there i don't know so you have right, I, I mean i would think so because yeah. you're playing drums right. and nobody else is right. and yeah. you're yeah. doing that action yeah. like, but it was a lot of times courtney and i would get together and play right and so like um she walks the punk rock yeah, so that was just her and I, you okay. know. Great song. And then um, Big John from the Exploited put that fucking um, halftime part in it what? when we were in Rio. <laughs> oh my yeah, God. we we went to Nirvana was you know recording some demos, and so we took some of their wow. time when they weren't there. And Big John was their guitar tech, and so he came over wow. and was hanging out, and we did we were like messing around with that song, and Big John put that halftime part on it. That's which fucking was crazy. weird. Yeah, wow. I love him. That's wow. Awesome. Yeah. Was Courtney into punk rock too? Like, you yeah, were? she liked it, but you know, I think she wanted she liked melody. Mm. You know, yeah. um, but I think that she, you know, might have like she went to hardcore shows because guys were there or something. Mm. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you have no writing credit on the record? No. What son yeah. of a? Yeah, yeah, but you know, it's a, it's yeah. yeah, it's a, and I'm not, I'm not, and I don't know this, I don't know her. I'm saying I'm just not surprised. I don't know why. I'm just looking right. at the outside yeah. world. Yeah, no, well, now after but watching now, that, I'm like, damn, but yeah. that like, sucks. It's like I bet they're not giving. That's why I yeah. had to ask. I was like, maybe such an incredible album, man. It's just like a fuck, man. Yeah, mm. I, I mean, it's a good <sighs> record, but I don't see it the way that other people see. Of I course, you. you know, because you lived it, you're in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you lived yeah. through it. No that's my Um. So when that record comes out, that's only four days after Kurt I know. passed, right? Oh, what? fuck, man. Yeah. And the timing is fucked. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. So it's like you're still grieving, yeah. obviously. And then this April, I remember first that. Record, yeah. The first record comes out. It's like, yeah. And then they're like, okay, you got a tour. Yeah. But, and then Kristen dies. Yes. yes. And How I many remember it was, it was the day, it was June, or is the day that OJ went on the... Oh, yeah. Bla- the, oh, oh yeah. with this fucking uh, so her the, death the white was Bronco. totally gone out of like you know oh yeah the media yeah yeah oh that's right Over yeah Chicago too How, what was what was the time between them that was it was April when the record came out and it was June just that following June April May June damn and then um and then right after that I was like rehab wow yeah and then I get out of rehab. How long are you rehab for? Um, wait, no, I went into 
No, it goes. I went. It was April, and then May. I was in rehab. Okay. Then Kristen dies. Yeah. Oh. Because I remember I'd just gotten out of rehab. I told the story in the doc. Yes. I'd gotten out of rehab and I couldn't. She's like, "Come over," and I couldn't do it. Nah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow, man. Yeah. That's fucking crazy, man. Yeah. So you were, were you you weren't you weren't sober at all when he passed either. That's um, right. Yeah. No, we no. were all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck. Fucked up. Did you try to get it together to go to a funeral and stuff like that? Obviously, Did... a little bit, but nah. Yeah. Mm. I remember. Not. That's so being... heavy, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then the record's out, and you guys have to go. Is have a tour set up right away? Yeah, but you know, I and it the first show was supposed to be Reading Festival. Yeah, huge. And That's the first show. we needed to get a bass player, and I remember we tried out a few people, and it just was so sh- like I. Uh, like you know when when there's a person that is your like fucking uh, you know your your partner yeah. and and like she rhythm section she yeah. raised me up so like yeah. she just put it right in my lap to like just you know it was mm-hmm. so great playing with Kristen and then um you know not finding that and then Kristen um and then Melissa shows up Billy Corrigan was like this is Kristen she'll be perfect for you guys and you know it worked she was able to play the she parts it. right yeah so um. Yeah, that was like trial by fire for her. She just like she's such a kid. Yeah, <laughs> shows up seems like it. Like oh. so innocent, young, yeah. just like yeah, yeah, green. Wow. Yeah. Oh man. Wow. And then and that the tour. Thing, you know, wow. So you guys were touring for how long in that? We w- we left on did that Reading tour. I remember trying to be clean and sober and like being on the plane and like, um, you know, thinking about you know my, all my um, you know sort of like my lifeline of sober people and trying to keep it together and like went to a meeting in London and you know um and there were people around me that were supportive you know yeah and um then we did the you know the Reading and then we came back home and we land and we're in Cleveland to start this tour with Nine Inch Nails wow that was a like a fucking (laughs) nightmare he's from Cleveland and I not a big fan. Yeah, it no was a, um, the Nautica oh, stage. Yeah, Nautica stage. Do you remember yeah, that tour? You think you remember? Yeah, the flats. I don't. I I don't try to keep dibs on Nine Inch Nails, but <laughs> yeah, was it was us and Marilyn Manson, and that wow. that was like an early Marilyn Manson where they massive, didn't have right. like their setup, their stage setup was ah, like okay. you know like maybe one of their dads made like an oversized <laughs> you know a piece of like a dice you know that had day glow paint on it and like Jeez. and uh yeah, you know wow. like uh, just to me that's what it was like <laughs> Ohio like, tour you can't, all those you, guys are from Ohio you can't it's do you, you like you can't like have a, a massive like sort of stage thing <laughs> or an idea of a goth production and not you know and not like really bring it and right. you know when you're I don't know I I it's not real you. that one of their dads built it, but you know, possible, possible. you know, and he comes out with like b- pilgrim shoes on yeah. and a lunchbox. Ooh. Oh, yeah, lunchbox collection right back then, probably ponytails. Yeah, yeah, okay. shocking back then. It was like, uh, yeah, but so. he was like, you know, like a nerdy guy, right? Yeah. That's how, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And wow, so. yeah, and and then was the, was the record hitting hitting at that time? We ours, back? yeah, yeah. Okay. Not, 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 not. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, it was hard to figure out too because it wasn't like it, Nirvana like, really skewed it for right. you know? Yeah. So yeah. it was like, ah, I don't know. I heard one, our first, I heard Miss World on, you know, Seattle radio station. That was like a big deal hearing it in my car. Mm-hmm. 
and not yeah. and not knowing it was going to be on, like not calling my friend and going, "Will you play it?" <laughs> you know, <laughs> play it, yeah. play it, we'll play our song. <laughs> it's wow. our single. Were your parents stoked? Yeah, I mean, I guess my mom a lot because yeah. she was like more about it. So proud, you know, yeah. my dad was like, ah, "That's cool." You know, <laughs> yeah. take photos. Mom was bummed that you, you quit your job, yeah. but obviously yes. it paid off. Yes, yeah. it did. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So oh, that tour, that's a crazy tour. That was a U.S. tour. Crazy yeah. lineup. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we <laughs> probably, like, yeah. yeah. Are you guys getting a good response on that? No. Ooh. Yeah, because, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, and this crowd. isn't shit talking. Mm-hmm. This is crowd. like, um, uh, Courtney would totally own up to this, that she we landed in, um, you know, <laughs> Cleveland to do the show. And she was an absolute, she was not even conscious. Mm. Right. You know? Mm. And... Um, I read a review in um, Spin Magazine. The guy was like, it was like watching your sister strip at a party. Ooh. Yeah, it was that bad. <laughs> and I was kind of like, fuck, you know. That's, wow. That's so fucked. Uh, <laughs> you know what's crazy? That none, none of you guys, I know you loved each other, right. but everybody's so fucked up, but nobody can say like, hey, you know, um, you need help. Like nobody, right. no nobody way. Right. Help each other. No one's going to say, well, I remember thinking in my early sobriety then on that tour, going up to her, her room and knocking on her door and saying, like, she didn't, she wanted to like go somewhere else before our next show. And it wasn't a good idea. I don't, mm-hmm. I forget. Mm. And I remember thinking nobody else has ever says anything to her, you know? Yeah. And I remember thinking, well, I guess to be, to, you know, evolve as a recovering person. You have to set boundaries or something. Trying to make this big move. Knock on the door. And I'm going to tell her that's a horrible idea. You know, <laughs> so knock on the door. It's like, what? And I go, it's Pat. And she's like, what? And she opens the door. And I'm like, I think it's a horrible idea that you're going to go to blah, 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 to Chicago or mm-hmm. whatever to hang out with Blackie Onassis for a, um, you know, minute <laughs> before we play our next show. And she's like, Really? Stop menacing me! And shut the door and was like, that's it. She still went. You know? right, it right. was like no one could really, right. you know, if you're not with the program, then, you know. So you. Yeah. You guys bump heads a lot? Uh, no, because uh, I don't, I think I understand. You seem like a non, non-confrontational person. Yes. Yeah. And, but also, that's not good either. No. You know, <laughs> right. you know because then I just keep... It builds up. I just start collecting it, collecting it, collecting it. And then yeah. I have a fucking freak out in Houston, Texas, you know, where I throw shit. Mm. And, you know, just it's like it's just shitty because I then you start to feel bad about yourself. And then yeah. what feels good? I don't know. Shooting heroin when you get home from tour, you know. Mm. And yeah. So and uh, just to deal with all that. Yeah. Uh, one positive thing. You were the first woman on the cover of Jump World. Yeah, um, I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> is that true or not? Okay, that's okay. That I try okay, to when, be so positive. No, 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 no. This is good okay. because um, when Courtney would say that on stage, right? Oh, she, and oh, there, she there is no such thing. When I, she uh, knew that modern drummer was the thing, you know, and I want you like, mentioned earlier, and then yeah. she was like, she couldn't think of the name, and so she go Drum World, and so it's it's not a real magazine. Oh my god! And dude. so now I know someone's read my wiki page because oh, yeah, that's sorry. on it. I did. I'm sorry. I, that's okay. I, fuck you, wiki page. <laughs> I, I, I hate. I'm sorry, wiki pages. They suck. I'm sorry. For, for, I mean, people well, thought I was, so do- people thought that that was a doctor yeah. from like I was Illinois. So proud. I was so proud of you. That was oh like, yeah, thank you. Me. Oh no, I've been no. offered. They're like, yo, so you were a doctor before you were in the band, and wow. you're from Illinois. Yeah. Yo, so there's yeah. no magazine called Trump World. No, Trump World. We've I heard it like, here. 
Even yeah. then, I was like, drum world? Yeah, that's like, a I'm, bum out, man. Yeah, I was no. so fucking psyched. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. No, but I mean, many great things have happened. No, the band sure. has, has given me No, I since, know. But, There's uh, so many nominations, so many awards, all kinds yeah, of views. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah, love yeah. that, though, that she was yeah, like, yes, so drum world! Oh, so you're looking at the wiki, were you? <laughs> the old wiki, yes. <laughs> so you tore on that record for a long time, it seems. Yeah, we did like a full year. And so by the end of it, it was... Ooh. He must have been so burnt. And, and then Lollapalooza, Lollapalooza with Mighty Body Boss Tones, which I love. Yes. And Shout I love Dickie. Yes. Love a Dickie. Can, I would like, we're going to save 10 minutes just so I can talk about it. It's them. fine. Oh, man. I fucking love the Boss Tones. Me too. They're great. Sweetheart. I love them. That whole band. Yeah. And so I got to see them every day and Jesus Lizard, which oh, was great. Um, <laughs> yeah. Funny too, the guys in Jesus Lizard, yeah. hysterically funny people. So that was kind of fun because mm-hmm. I got to stay away from the drama of yeah. that, right, that right. stuff. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, so that was cool. But then by the end of all of it, um, you know, it was a wreck. It was, and then then our last big show, we get to go home and spend a little time. Of course, I indulge and back on the, you know. Yeah. And Were then you thinking we have, in your mind like when I get home? Oh yeah, I can't be, wait. Gonna, I can't oh, wait. I'm gonna be. Yeah, have it all yeah. lined so up so much like, that like I couldn't yeah. even wait to get home. I started right. in L.A. on the way home, you know. Like, right. Yeah, wow. and so when so we get to Seattle, you know, and then so then I'm strung out, and then Fuck. we had the Video Music Awards to play, and I in '95, and it was like the worst. So I call up Courtney, and I'm like, I don't think we should play that show. I think it's you know <laughs> oh we don't my, need to. We don't need to. And I convinced her, and she's like, Yeah. We don't. Yeah. Right. And so then she calls up Peter, our manager, and and then um, talks to him. He's like, absolutely not. You're going to play the show. And that's that. You know, she calls me. She's like, Peter says we have to. So, you know, so we play it. And I am the worst shape I've ever been in my life. Barely, you know, like fucked up. Damn. And so everybody knows it. And they're all there. There's that weirdness in the band mm-hmm. where no one's talking to anybody else, but um, distant, but they know what's up. And yeah. so, you know, were we they play- fucked up or no? I mean, Courtney was, but, okay, yeah. you know, like Eric's like, uh, yeah, he was he's holding so, it together. Trying. Yeah. Right? Trying. And yeah. I remember like just, we played Violet, which is a fast song right off the top. And so I could barely keep up <sighs> and it was horrible. And then, you know, Eric, at the end, Eric turns around, kicks his mics, and then his amps, and then a mic hits me in the face, and then there's a whole thing. And then I get off the stage, and I'm going through this crowd, and I'm all of a sudden not with anybody, which I didn't want to be, and I'm wandering, and all of a sudden behind, you know, it's Radio City Music. I'm in this crowd of people, and I look over, and it's Michael Jackson wearing a mask, right? Because he was there that night, right? And he, and he was, Social like, surrounded distance. by his people and i was like i walked right into the middle of it and i was like oh you know and it was freaky you know and there's because that was the night oh, him and lisa marie we are in love you oh know yeah. that? i was like sure you are <laughs> yeah shit. yeah wow. and just kind of wandering around going what the fuck i got it and there was a lot of like we had to do all this press stuff and i sure. just said fuck this grab my stuff went back to the hotel you know like running out the front of through the crowd and i remember Liv tyler Mm-hmm. I remember being so fucking upset and angry and sick and then walking out and like trying to get out of there. But she was sitting down in the like third row and I glimpsed, I saw her on the way out and I was like, she was so hot that I made a moment of, to, I like came out of it for a second. 
And I was like, oh, ooh. And then I was like back to myself, running out, like get a cab and like out the, you know. Did you know you fucked up and you played bad? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, totally. Fuck. So, yeah. So then, you know, that was the night that Courtney threw the compact at Madonna and it was all on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, bad. Yeah. Oh, my God. But So at this point, the record's doing good at this point. Yeah. 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 It's it's okay. It's selling, rotation. Yeah. Everywhere. I mean, I. Not that you cared. Platinum, I guess. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, it was a big record, man. Yeah. Yeah. But you're like in your world. You don't give a fuck. You're just fucking surviving. You're trying to survive. Yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah. And, and and how long was that break until they're like, all right, let's go back in the studio and uh, uh, years. <laughs> it was years between that celebrity. I mean, yeah, yeah, because she was doing acting. Oh, that's it wasn't right, really yeah. a priority, you know. I see. That's right. She and was then doing... it was. It wasn't for us to write songs. It was not easy. I... Never. I I get since being in Hole and then working with other bands and seeing how songs are written. Right. I'm so like, whoa, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole different thing, right. you know. Yeah. And so, you know, someone will bring a song in or, you know, it was always like the hardest, you know, pulling teeth, recording everything. I'm sure. So just to get together. A huge gap. Yeah. So how long? Like that was like what? 95. We were done. uh And then it was 96, 97. Yeah. Two years, I think. Okay. Did you have to work at all? You were good. Yeah. I was okay. Okay. You know, I got some money from. You know, like uh, from Lollapalooza, from live, yeah. playing live yeah, shows. Yeah, 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 yeah. So me and Melissa moved to Silver Lake and lived. You had a side then, project too, right? Yeah, we just kind of fucked around. And then, it like, you know, somebody like Randy Kay from, uh, um, he was originally at Slash, but Warner Brothers called us the um, Flea and Anthony because <laughs> we were at every show. Well, what else do we have to do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> just so, hanging out, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then, so we would just jam together and stuff. Okay. Yeah, she was doing movies. She was did the uh, the Flint. Yeah, people versus, versus Larry, Larry Flint. Flint. With, uh, yeah, with the Woody, Woody Harrelson. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And Edward Norton that was in the mix too, right? For yeah, a second. that's right. Mm-hmm. That's and right. then they got together. That was another movie or something. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's doing that. Nobody's even talking to each other, kind of at that point. No, and Damn. you know, I'm in Seattle, and that. Or then we went to L.A. and I got clean. I was in L.A. Okay, <laughs> awesome. And yeah. So there was lots of those moments of sobriety. Right. And then, um, but not really, really doing much to work on stuff in, yeah, yeah, in yeah. myself. So, you know, other things come up like, oh, you know, women or, you know, yeah. just just other things to feed that need yeah. to, to the ego or the, um, you know, insecurity, yeah. all the stuff. Right. And... Right. Um, being in a band and then getting, you know, uh, people's, you know, coming up to you and saying, "Whoa, you're the greatest band," or blah blah blah. That stuff feeds you, but then you you go home and you're like, eh, eh, I'm, mm, you know, yeah. you know, like because I'm not doing anything to feel like that. I'm not. I don't yeah. feel like a great gal, right? <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And what was the spark that I was like, set it. it off? You know, yeah, like okay, final. let's go back into this. Let's write some yeah. more stuff. Yeah, like that wh- was, wh- um, we, I guess it was, you know, like the point was, get. I think the label was like, you know, we need to right. bring us a record. Right. Yeah, it's been a couple <laughs> years. Yeah. <laughs> and, right. uh, 
Yeah. And, you know, Courtney was done with her movie stuff. Right. So everybody was settled down in L.A. Mm-hmm. And um, we had some song ideas. And so we just started working on stuff. And, you know, Melissa and I had some ideas that we'd been working on. And so yeah. we contributed. And um, and then Courtney's always she steps outside the band and asks Billy Corgan to help. Right. Mm. And that I think was like a rift with her and Eric because they were partners in yeah, song. Yeah. But and you're she sober wanted, at this point, right? Uh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, making a record first time with them sober. Yes. Yes. Kind of. Okay. Yes. Okay. So um and you know, Eric didn't want Billy involved and right. you know, so anyway. Uh oh, so they start writing. Um I go into I get strung out again. Oh. Damn. Go into rehab. And then Courtney's like sending me um, the cassettes of stuff they're working on with Billy. Mm-hmm. And then I get out and um, go into rehearsal mm-hmm. and, you know, start kind of playing to their ideas. And Billy was really encouraging and great. And I liked working with him. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, um, then. I don't know if it was like management as much because they were kind of the machine. Yeah. Um, or, you know, I think maybe they might have pitched Michael Beinhorn to Eric and Courtney. And so they went with him and he was like the notorious, you know, I'm going right. to you know, ditch the drummer. And like he did it yep. to the Soul Asylum guy. He bumped heads and shit. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he did it to the corn guy. You know. Damn. Oh, for damn. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Yeah. And later on, that Cor- drummers. Yeah. I'm trying to remember who was drumming then in Corn. In Corn, it was the uh, St- the Silver. Or the, the yeah, uh, the C- first guy. Yes, yes, he was great. And then now it's oh, he left. Yeah, yeah, but now it's the greater guy. Yeah, re- yeah, yeah. He's awesome. Yeah, he is. He's sick. He's sick. <laughs> He's sick. Sick man. Whoa. Sick um, drummer, bro. Um, <laughs> so that's when you pretty much quit, though, right during that process. Yeah. Well, right? it was like that battle between you yeah. know. And um, that was fucked up. But he'd That's already so like at the beginning of like I'm starting to do my first, you know, start to record my yeah. first uh, parts. And then he already had his guy yeah. at some fucking hotel. Right. You know, but you know. so shady. <laughs> and so I was like, OK. And then That's so fucked. Right. You, you found then, that out later. Yes. You, yes uh, yeah, later. Because the guy that was the teching knew that that was going on. And he <sighs> later on told me. Um, so. Yeah, so after that, I was like, you know, fuck, fuck you guys. Yeah. And then, you know, like, was really into, like, just tell, you know, big fuck you to the band. And right. Like, like me going out and, you know, shooting dope is going to get them. Right. You know, like, that's I'll your show thing. them. That's right. so crazy. I'm get you. <laughs> yeah, this is it. I'm going to shoot drugs in the... <laughs> So in, the, wrote, in the tall grass on the corner of so you wrote some the songs. oil you wrote oil some, loco. You wrote some songs on there on that record. Yeah, like me and Chris, or Kristen, me and Melissa came up with like use once and destroy is like a really kind of a heavier sort of um, drum and bass thing and yeah. And then awful was built on a shuffle part that I did on the snare, and then it became they took it out, uh, they eliminated, it, but it was built on that, Damn. like the idea. So do you do you like that record? Listen when you listen to it. Ah, uh, no. Okay, I, I want to keep it one hundred with you. Then, so we're gonna be yeah. honest here. My wife's a massive fan. Grew up on everything Hole, and then that record came out. I'll never forget. My wife bought it, and she, we listened to it in the car, and she was so fucking bummed that she threw it out the window in the street, and 
because I'll, I'll over, I'm not dissing her. I'm just saying yeah. I'll, I'll overproduced. I'll, yeah. Like this. Yeah. My makeup. My, all yeah. That no, stuff. that one. It was I, catchy personal, I know, but that one, I was shocked and I, I couldn't <laughs> handle it. I was like, so like, no, <laughs> no, I can't accent. I can't. I mean right. that alone, but then you want me to like hit the symbols on, on those parts. No. Right. So ah. that song, when I heard that, my wife's like, oh my God. Cause she loved, still loves today. Like she yeah. loves the band. Mm-hmm. But when I heard that, I was like, she was like, "What is this? What ha- like what's yeah. going on?" Yeah, I think Courtney wanted to evolve. And That's like, no diss to you I- at all. No, no, no. They, no the idea was to be like, you know, Fleetwood Mac or you know, I. And <laughs> it was a mistake. It was. Right. I mean, wow. I mean, man. not. I mean, I guess some of she showed up for that record, though. You know, I mean, it, mm-hmm. it like she went lyrically, for it. like she showed up when she was supposed to. You know, she and she worked hard, and and Eric did too. Right, and it. Um, but it was hard for me to, um, you know, for, to have that conversation about, you know, and I remember Green Day was recording too. And I remember Trey Cole going, yeah, we just did this, you know, kind of like a, I don't know, sort of a ballad and it's a new thing idea. And it was that song that everybody, (laughs) that everybody, no, no, no. It was the one about graduating and like, no, everybody uses it when they graduate. Oh, oh, that one. Oh, what one is that? Yeah, another big ballad too, though. Yeah, I, mean, I know what you talk about. But I know that that's. But this one was earlier. But right, that worked right. for them too. Didn't yes. It yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's like a the, goodbye. The, it's oh a, yeah. Ba, ba, ba. Uh, Didn't they oh, use yeah, it on a I Seinfeld exactly episode? Yeah. Are you thinking about that? Yeah. yeah. I know what you're talking about. But it was about, that though. song. Wow. Yeah, yeah we like, went oh. for it. We did a ballad basically. Yes. Right? Wow. That was kind of the move back. I mean, obviously. So was that record think she wanted to make it huge and just that was the yeah. goal yeah. for that? Yeah. yeah. And the team around it. Yeah. Right? It was a big yeah, let's make this happen. Yeah, like I we're can gonna imagine that. Damn. Yeah. Cause our management was like they did Def Leopard A C D C you know, like it was like this <laughs> was like, like oh you okay. know, Metallica. <laughs> you know, and they, we're gonna step into the you know, and I I guess that tour was a bit in that sort of realm of right. and like Melissa after you know, nowadays when we talk, she's like, oh, yeah, Patty missed the, the you know, arena rock tour <laughs> right. where they had wardrobe and stuff. Right, and I was like, right. yeah, I was crack heroin island. <laughs> so and I was enjoying my own thing. I wasn't crack You guys are fine. Did you get writing credit on that record? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And okay. that's the one they didn't like. Okay, yeah. I got you. But on, on Live Through This, like, we, I get sales. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 You better. Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. like, um, and then, like, you know, sound exchange, right. you know, yeah, that yeah. stuff. But I think there's also a thing, like, what's it called? Not mechanical rights, or it's like when you're Probably actually mechanical physically, or... like, played on. Yeah, isn't that sound exchange kind of? Maybe. You're physically... so. Yeah. Because there's a lot of different things that but you have can to collect be... on. You know, especially <laughs> Fill you. me in. <laughs> Do tell. <laughs> we can talk about it later. All but these I Spotify think... numbers people are posting, too. Oh, it's like, bro. Man. Imagine if that was money. Like, right. I mean, Oh, it's so different. Drives me crazy. So, <laughs> what year do you get sober finally? What year is that? Uh, 2005. 2005. And that was after even Juliet. And I did the same. Yeah, you played, yeah, you played the record with my brother Todd. That's yeah. what I was going to say. That. I did, did the you guys same kind of stuff. Because of that? In, in yeah. that That's band. Because when, yes. when I was going through the list, I was like, yeah. ah, this is the connect. Yes. Right. So, you guys met because you played with yes. Juliet my brother. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, we met at. Uh, orig- we met at. Um, uh, producer what's his name matt wallace yeah we met at his house that's right we're like a you breakfast our record dinner or something. our go record our major label record yeah the one people that, hated that, us right. so that one that's the one yeah okay yeah. matt wallace that's right yeah so you met there and then how did 
you get into Juliet and the Licks? Like um, through Linda Perry. Yeah, she's the connector. Yeah. And who's Linda so, Perry? She's written every song in the freaking world. Pink, everything. Look her up later. Right, okay. Ill producer, ill songwriter. Yeah. Correct. Gwen Stefani. She's mm-hmm. another one of those people mm-hmm. that is like, bam. She's like, stuff just flows out right, of her. Right. Incredible writer, you know? man. Mm-hmm. It just it's crazy. And like when we were, she worked on a solo record with me and Courtney, and it's like not oh, a good right. time. That's but as some songs came out of it, yeah. but Linda would sit down with like a punk rock riff that like maybe my brother had, mm-hmm. and yep. then she would do some shit on the piano, and like just naturally, it would you know she would do the natural you know part to it right. that she and it was like oh that's what the Stooges would do, and it's like she just knows, mm, she knows but she doesn't that. know, no, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You know? That was yeah. America's Sweetheart? Yeah. Oh, that, that was right. <laughs> that was a solo record. Yeah. So, but Julie Lewis, that, I think Julie Lewis, besides being an incredible actress, is an incredible front woman. Like, I she's, know. She's a badass, man. Yeah. She's a great That's performer. another the kind of people that can do more than one thing good. True. It, uh, True. Yes. She's Were you guy. surprised? Did you have any, uh, do you have any expectations of how she'd be as a singer? Because um, she's an actress? I kind of thought, well, if, if Linda was working with her and they were doing yeah. stuff and... They, there okay. was so Legit. much respect, you know, um, between them that, yeah. So mm-hmm. I listened and I really liked it. Incredible performer, yeah. incredible everything. Like, she did a six-song EP, right? The first yeah. EP with them or something? Yeah. And my brother was there. My brother yeah. was in the band. Todd. Okay. Nice. Yeah, when did you guys record that one? Do you remember? We did, I think, with Linda at um, her studio. Okay. We used to call Todd Toddler. <laughs> 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 That's a different name. He, he was the, like so funny. That guy is so funny, <laughs> and I funny. loved working with him. That's and then amazing. we did the Warp tour. He kind of right. was like sort of like my guide to the whole thing. Like, He's done it before. Well, he, yeah, right. and then he was also like you know like he explained it to me. It was a whole different vibe. Right. Then you know like there's the barbecue band, and they have to <laughs> you know they do the barbecue. <laughs> it just filled me in on everything. Yeah. Taught it, it a different nickname in H two O. By all the fans, was called Todd God. Oh, That's what they called him well, yeah. Oh my God! And now he's in the Offspring. I'm so happy for my brother. Yeah, by the way. it's amazing. Yeah, we. I ran into him. It weird. I didn't expect it, but Faith No More is playing in Europe, and it was like 2008, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, I went to see Faith No More play, and then there's Todd, and I was like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "Oh, I play guitar in <laughs> Offspring." Crazy. Yeah, now he's the bass player of Offspring. It's oh, but yes, because now. The original guy's out, and now right. Todd's the original, a, f- a yeah. full-time member. Does he like yeah, playing bass? Yeah, he loves it, yeah. Cool. It's something different for him. He started playing bass at 50. It's pretty yeah. cool. I love that. It's awesome. Um, of course he can do it. Come on. How yeah. long was the licks for? How long even that for? Yeah, I was there 2004, maybe like a year. Okay. Yeah, before shenanigans uh, <laughs> on my behalf. You oh, know. So, so are you sober during Juliet? And then uh, go back? A little bit, yeah. Wow. <laughs> and then, yeah. What was the final straw? Like, this is it. I'm never doing this shit again. Um, was there anything? That was right around the end. Like, Juliet was like, see ya. Okay. Yeah. Ah. And then um, it was fall of 2004, and it went really bad. Things went really bad fast. And Like the worst they've ever been, rock bottom? Uh, I, yes. I mean, I was like one step to being homeless again. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, you know. So... Um, it was, yeah, March, I went into, yeah, it was like 2005, uh, January, February, things were bad, and then we went to, I reached out to a friend, and she and my brother took me to rehab, and I stayed there, and the different part of it was that I stayed there, but I had nowhere to go after, so I had to go to sober living, mm-hmm. and I'd live with other people, okay. other women, and like, 
follow the rules and be humble. And, you know, it was for the first time there was no safety net. There was just, um, you know, that was it. Yeah. 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 And it was I was in the valley and I was with some women in N.A. that were getting clean that were fucking badasses and mm-hmm. it was like whoa okay i okay. totally like it you know women that were giving me this is how it is and i i respected that and mm-hmm. like it's I love that yeah and so i just started just listening and doing things different right and any of these rehabs i saw in some movie or whatever uh or show where they had a rehab and person was trying to get sober and there was a person there that was giving them drugs like selling drugs to them Uh does that happen um god i wish it did really (laughs) never (laughs) i was like not when i was there okay because i was happening on celebrity rehab though i've seen that on celebrity rehab doing that that's that's so and it's the worst thing to be high in rehab i would think so i mean Yo, you're totally yeah, fucking fucked up, high. and like you're you're with. Okay, we have a saying. It's like you can't shit a shit. Yeah, right? exactly. So everybody's like, "Oh that my would... god, uh, we know what's up with it." And you're so fucked. You you like addicts are so like we think that we can like right. fool everybody, and everybody knows. Come on. No, that would be yeah. the absolutely worst place. I would think yeah. to be high. Well, don't people do like all the drugs they have in their in their body before they go in? They come in yes. high off the yeah, gym. Yeah, I oh, do. Okay. Well, like, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, that's it. But then it, I remember that last time I was like trying to get high and it was like, did I get some kind of bad drugs this morning? Because it just stops. It's like wow. you get so stressed that you're like, it's not enough. This is my last time. So mm-hmm. I got to really Fuck. get messed up and it just wasn't enough. And I was like, Ugh. you know. Did you have some scary like close to death overdose moments? Yes. Yeah. There was. Couple you know, times? I've, I've, yeah. I've had, you know, friends you know, throw you in the shower and all wow. that. We didn't have that, you know, narc. Narc it. Yeah. Yeah, that thing where you shoot up and yeah. you're like immediately awake. Like oh, yeah. 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 Like an adrenaline. So yeah. scary, even though scary moments still didn't wake you up from no, doing it. No, no. And, even being and homeless, homeless girlfriend too. OD'd in front of me and what oh. did I do? We uh, get her to the hospital and then like, that dope's great. I'm going to do some in the bathroom. You oh, know, like oh that. Oh my God. Dude. And yeah. And were you getting high while you're homeless in the streets? Yeah, that's the whole reason. That's right. why you're there. You know, why? Where were you sleeping? Um, there was like a, a corner like place where there, you know, just in the anywhere. <laughs> yeah, right. that, yeah. that was for a couple of years. No, like a like year? a year, you know, and that then kind of days around. Yeah, and that's after all the whole thing. That's yes, fucking crazy, yeah. man. Damn. Yeah. I just feel like I'm sure people try reaching out to you, they're trying to save you and find you. Yeah, you yeah. off the grid. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Has there been one person that stuck by this whole time through everything? My brother. Yeah, yeah. it seems like you guys are yeah. so close. He got clean in 96. Oh, okay. So, but we were using together in Seattle the whole, you know. And your parents, were they tripping? Yeah. You know, my mom was like, uh, she had to accept it. Like, you know, she would give me money sometimes. But then at towards the end, last few, she was like, like nah, don't come here. And don't you know like come here to get clean because i would go to her right. place that was my dry out spot you know right. yeah yeah you would go so. back east no she was in she uh, was... no she was in uh she lived in palm springs oh okay, okay yeah okay, or okay, desert okay. hot springs actually oh, not man. as fancy fuck uh, man yeah <laughs> it's so heavy man it's just you're such a survivor yeah and then you know getting clean and then okay so no band no money right. start over what are you gonna do you know like it's like uh 
it, the thought was for a while, well, I'll get clean and I'll get back into my band and I'll do it right, you know? And it was like, yes. no! <laughs> Did you have a house? <laughs> no! No, I had nothing. Right. And uh, it didn't do that. And I, you know, started, um, um, I, I just got a job at a, like a dog daycare center. It's like, what you do is you get humble mm-hmm. and you start to like, change some you know you need to make money mm-hmm. so and it fuck the cool job get right. the get well job right and i liked it because i could feel that when i was with dogs i could feel like because i'm such an addict that i when i'm clean i can feel when my chemistry changes a little bit and like with dogs it made me i could feel like sort of like a sense of like calm maybe yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and so i felt drawn to that and i felt like um it was something i wanted to do and then you know, eventually, you know, starting my own business a couple of years later. and Yeah, just, were, you, were you painting too? Oh, I did that. Yeah, but that was like right when, that was back in Seattle. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. But, so uh, what's, your, what's your business that you started? It was called Dog Rocker Daycare. Yes. <laughs> and boarding. <laughs> Doggy Rocker. Yes. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. And so I you know, built up the client. So a lot of people that did that played music yeah, they would, would have, go on be, yeah, so totally drop off the sense. dogs, yeah. and, you know, like, I'd watch Alicia's dogs, Pink's dogs, and, you know, uh, actors, like, Meg right. Ryan's dog was my favorite dog of all time, Louise. Wow. And <laughs> I'm like, oh. Meg Ryan's yeah. dog cute? Oh, my God, that dog is a border <laughs> terrier, no longer with us, but, like, a dream dog. Wow. Yeah. And where would the you had a facility? Yeah, well, I had I had my house. The house I lived in was pretty big in in Silver Lake, and it, we rented it, and um, it was a pretty big space. So I was able to have dogs there, and then also just sort of um, you know got a van and did the whole take them to the park, mm-hmm. you know, That's awesome. and then really got into behavior, dog behavior mm-hmm. and stuff, and like so it was exciting. Like drums were exciting, yeah. too. right? So. Sounds um, therapeutic for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it felt like I was doing something and yeah, I felt good about it and right. was able to be a contributing member of society. Yeah. And, no, absolutely. And then sort of work my way back and like make amends to people around me. And you have to do the right call people in yeah, the past and yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. Wow. It's heavy, man. And then are you not playing drums at all at that time? Point? Um, I took a break, but then I slowly started playing. Like, you know, someone say, will you play this, you know, <laughs> benefit thing, like one song or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then you guys did like a reunion around around the dock, right? Yeah. We went you to, did. we went it mm-hmm. uh, played in New York. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and how'd that feel? Um, it was the same. It was, everybody's <laughs> acting the same. We show up. Courtney's so like, you're yeah, sober. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like it's it's tough because, you know, to constantly work on on the the way I did react when I was in that situation, it was like um, with those people, like we like to not fall back into those old behaviors. Yeah. You know? So, you know, it was um, in New York, and Courtney shows up, and then is she sober now though? At that point, ah, uh, okay, you know, okay. never no really. Comment. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's okay. kind of she does her whatever. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, and like she shows up, and like Eric's like, um, l- l- she's asking Eric what the chords are for Miss World, and he's like, okay, it's like it's, he doesn't give her the like the I don't know. There's some way they communicate that so like where he says it, and then it frustrates her, I and see. then it was the same. Right. It was the same exchange, okay. and then you know I was like, you know, and then Melissa's like, um, just sits and watches, and you right. know. 
she made it out okay though right yeah Seems yeah and mm-hmm. so at that unscathed. time she both of both of us had um kids That's she awesome. had a baby and i had a one-year-old That's awesome and so we still see each other our kids are friends and oh it's cool, it's cool. um yeah she has her you know performance space the basilica in hudson so okay. she moved out there oh wow okay yeah. she was hudson new york yeah wow where was she from originally montreal, montreal okay yeah. that makes sense it's not that far okay okay, yeah. okay wow so you played and that's just the one show that was it yeah we just and i got uh my friend james from yola tanga to play bass on a couple songs melissa didn't want to play the wiper song so james played the wiper song okay <laughs> <laughs> so it's cool to see everybody and do that and yeah, yeah i mean i didn't think it was really gonna be able to pull it off and then it it happened and mm-hmm. um and there's been you know always talk about getting back together but eric doesn't like for a minute he was into it and then now he's not is and he doing something else? He is archiving all of our every wow. whole. Okay. But it's like been what you did with years. The docs. Yeah, wow. but it's been a lot of years of mm-hmm. shows and. There must be some crazy shit. Supposed in there, to man. like release that, and I don't know where it's going to go or if it's going to happen like a box set. But I remember how I felt looking through the archives of of the video, yeah. and then you know. I did a book and then revisiting that, that those memories in your head, I go there, you know? And then when you're done, you step back into reality and it's a fucking crazy situation. Like it really affects you, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I, I just wonder how he's doing with that whole thing to step back in. Yeah. Because you can hear there was all those shows like Courtney's yelling at him and like, I mean, just to start, you know, it brings you back. Yeah. They have a love hate relationship, right? Brothers and sisters. Yeah. So, but they're we'll still see. close, kind of. Yeah, I, I'm sure. Like it, they're, you know, I don't know if they. She lives in London, he lives here, he, and. But you had so, all that footage just sitting in that fucking closet in that fucking suitcase. Yeah, all that crazy footage, man. It's. Yeah. It's and you never even thought about it, and then all of a sudden you found it. Or something, um, what or just, happened was a friend of mine called and said um, she was in town. She's a filmmaker, and she said, and she used to know Kristen. Okay. Back, and she said, "Do you have footage of her?" And I said, I do. And I thought maybe she wanted to. I said, yeah, I've got a bunch of high eight tape. And she goes, what? And I said, yeah. And she goes, you have to digitize that. It's going to go. It's going to dissolve. And it started to, you know. And so I just made it a project to digitize, to preserve. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's in that process. uh, My ex-wife, Christina, was looking through it. And she was like, this is really good stuff. You should do something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, stuff that nobody's ever seen until then. It's crazy. This all old footage and like. Yeah. Yeah, issue probably came out really great. He was yeah. super st- stoked on yeah. that, right? Yeah. The response yeah. was good. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, everybody, I liked everybody it. in it was cool yeah. to have that footage. Yeah, released. now I look, yeah. And but now I look back and go, well, you know, what you would want to do differently. What it could have showed. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, whatever. I mean, I'm, I'm surprised you were able to get, you know, release of those interviews, you know. Yeah. yeah. But and plus whole songs, shocked. too. I was yeah. Like, no. That's always emotional. I was like, how yeah. did they get the release of that? Because yeah. I know it's not easy. Yeah. Courtney was like, whatever you want. Wow! Yeah, always been really okay. great. That's about amazing. That. I didn't expect that. Yeah. That's cool. There's no like cool private kind but, of footage in there. But, but there's like yeah, really there's like, great. Yeah, there's like private footage. There's like some stuff like really yeah. beautiful footage in yeah. there. Like, so no more of the dog walking, dog walking stuff. No, then? like when, um, when uh, my ex-wife Christina and I decided to have a baby, mm. things started to, you know, change. So yeah, the, so we had our daughter in 2010, and then. Um, I started to like slow down and be a stay-at-home mom. Yeah, it's amazing, right? Yeah, 
And then uh, when my daughter started preschool, the vegan farm preschool. Oh, what's I, I, I start, I go, <laughs> I go, I'm, I'm in I'm fucking Altadena. I've, and who's walking in? Dickie. Here's Dickie. Whoa. And I'm like, lived holy there. shit, it's Dickie. And no like, we were like, way. oh, like, like, oh, we hadn't seen each other since the That's war incredible. or something. And um, it was so good to see him and like catch up. And I just <laughs> I love him. That's and, why he lived out there. Yeah. Right. And so we would start, um, we did, uh, I did, sat in and did some stuff for his um, charity for his hospital thing he does. Mm-hmm. And did a couple songs um, with him and Nate and. Um, so cool. And then, you know, we would like at drop off in the morning, we would talk about, you know, stuff. And I, there's this one show based in Boston with, um, Lee, Lev Schreiber on Showtime. I don't know. He's a fix it guy. I forget. Oh yeah. I he's love supposed it. to be a Southie. I know. I love it. I yeah. It I know. Me too. It's a name. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. I'm such a more. We watch every single episode. Yeah. Oh I've my God. Kate, keep talking. I'm yeah. Up. Kate Menig's in it. Oh anyway, I, would, so I was watching it then and like, I was like, oh, this show, blah, 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 about this guy in Boston. And he's like, oh, no, 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 no. What? He, he was like, he, yeah, he said it's not, you know, that's not, that's not, you know, like not authentic Southie Boston what? stuff. Um, he, would know, he would know. Donnie, uh, oh, yes. Oh, my God. Yes. It's incredible. It's a hit Something, man. yeah. He cleans up all the bodies in California right. and stuff. Yeah. You didn't see it? No. Yes, you and have. Once I tell you the name, and I, and I, never seen I was a big on. SSD fan, and I saw right. there's a lot of pics of like Dickie. You're a big SSD fan. Yeah, and then awesome. there's pics of like Dicky like in the crowd at a show, and um, and I follow um Al's wife Nancy on Instagram. <laughs> she put a book out too. That she did, and. Yes. When reading the stories about SSD and like how they would go into like their practice space was in this like really sketchy neighborhood and there were fights and like somebody's got to make a movie out of Nancy's book. Mm. Will they please? Because it's uh, such a great story. Yeah. How they met. She wrote him a letter because she saw on the back of the kids who have their say. She wrote uh-huh. her, I think uh, to him and she was in Philly and then they got married. They're still together. That's that's yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. I'm going to check out the this book's book. Great. Moon has the book. It's awesome. It's oh, so man. good. Ray Donovan. I, Ray Donovan, that's it. Badass show, man. So, I know the show. Okay, okay that's what I'm talking so about. So yeah. Dickie okay, would sure. talk about those days and, you know, Boston hardcore. Yeah. and mm. He was like a famous, great mosher and stage diver, Dickie yeah. Barrett. Okay. He's in some famous photos of him diving yes. and stuff. Yeah. And he, his first band called Impact Unit, I saw one of their shows. It was my first show in the early 80s. He played that show, his first punk band. That's cool. Impact Unit. Yeah. Boston's were so great. They took us on our first tours and... Taught us how to be respectful and be on time and yeah. go to sound check and treat each other and treat the opening bands and be respectful of the backstage and the catering and did this so professional. Always oh, say thank you. Yeah. 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 Even before that, we were with them before they blew up and let's face it. Yeah. They were still the big band, but then once that hit, we toured them again. It was still the same dudes. Mm-hmm. Always so humble, like just sweethearts, man. Yeah. They're, they're such a great representation they're of like a, a longevity cool. band. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, great guys. Yeah, yeah. really great guys. Always the same when you see. Always them. the same. Yeah. So becoming a mom, that change you? Yes, yes. I mean, <laughs> uh, you know, like there's those thing, those situations. Like, okay, with I'll say, like in one way, there's like that thing. Like when I had my dog business, I'd have to take them out to the park. Sometimes you don't want to be social. It's mm-hmm. the same with being a being a mom. You got to, you know, when the when you're, you know, child's little, you take it to the park and it's yeah. like, oh, I don't want to talk to this about, you know, I don't want to talk about the deal at, tra- yeah. at Trader Joe's and da, da, da. <laughs> but you do it, you know, and then yeah. you just got to find your community and you're good. Yeah. And then um, that I'll agree on the same, we all do our thing and I accept how you do your thing and, you know, yeah. and going on tour, 
it was a whole different thing. Like I missed her. Like I've ne- I've never had that feeling Can't before. Imagine. Yeah. Of and then, and so much happens when they're that little. You know, like in one day when they're three, so much happens. Yeah. And so you get back after two weeks, and all of a sudden there's six teeth and yeah. you know right. cartwheels <laughs> or whatever. So it's like a lot. Who of, were you going on tour with? When I were... I had a, a pop punk band called Upset of All Girls, yeah. and mm-hmm. we did like a tour of Australia. We did states. Wow. And um, was that 2019? No, it was like 2016, 17. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. upset, yeah, yeah. And how did it feel to play with like this totally sober? Different band. Yeah. yeah. And the, is everybody sober in the band? Or? No, but they were. They, I mean, they were just normies, you know, okay. like normies. And and she, I mean, like, and Allie, it was in Best Coast, and she was also oh, in yeah. Vivian Girls, and and like they each of them had their own like. Um, Lauren was in Benny and the Jet Rodriguez. Is another great South like um, South Bay band, and it's a cool name. Um, mm. They did so they each have their own kind of cool stuff. Yeah, and then um, to sort of tour in these times is yeah. a whole different thing, you know. Yeah, for sure. And like finding out what they're nostalgic about. Like right. I did a, a a moth story where uh, on that podcast where I talked about that tour how they're nostalgic about Sheryl Crow. Yeah. Like crazy. Like Different they, they, they yeah. sing along and I was like, what? You know, my <laughs> punk rock bandmates were singing and like so heartfelt of, and really feeling it. Yeah. Like Spice Girls, Sheryl Crow, wow. you know, all this stuff. I like was like, for real? wow. Because yeah, it was big when they were, li- you know. Right, right. And, wow. and I talked to Dickie about that. Like they have uh, like diehard um, Boston's fans because, you know, they got them when they were kids. Right. And yeah. they are like, well, grow up with it and mm-hmm. that, keep it close and feel good when they hear it, you know? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Music has that power, definitely. Yeah. yeah, and they bring you back to certain times of your mm-hmm. life and different right. memories, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and you dropped your memoir. That was in 2017, right? Hit so hard. Yeah. Is that basically like the doc, but in there? More details. Okay. Yeah. And more, more about details. recovery and more about mm. that, um, you know, addiction and then coming out. It uh, was that hard it. to write? There, yes. Yeah. I had different. help. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had a um, Aaron Hozier help me um, write it, and um, that was frustrating at times, but also like. Do I really want, you know, it's personal. I know. So, mm-hmm. um, but when uh, people sometimes will write or I'll see them at a show and they'll say that, you know, the, the recovery part helped help them, that's awesome. important, you know? For sure. And there's some things that you wanted to say but couldn't or you just let everything yeah, go? Okay. Yeah, I did it. <laughs> okay, you let it all and, out. Yeah. <laughs> I do. If you do, you, if you mention people, you have to let them know in advance. Like, oh, I talked about this in the book. Yeah, I, told I would the story. reach out and go, you know, like ex girlfriends. Oh, yeah. oh, man. <laughs> uh, I wrote about you, <laughs> and I'd just send them, you know, the paragraph or the pages that they were in. Um, I change names okay. right. a lot. Smart. Yeah. Where does anybody like no? Uh, no, you know, the, no one. That's good. Why don't you change names and stuff too? I know what you're saying though. Yeah. 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 So if I change their name and a couple of descriptive things about them, right. like where they lived or whatever, then I don't have to reach out because there's right. no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was mostly about, you know, what a little more detail about growing up and, you know, what it was in bands, yeah. influences and stuff. And then For My Crimes, is that a record you played on or was that a group? Uh, what? That was with uh, Marissa? Noddles? Na- Na- oh, yes. That was a, um, that was just a, a record I played on it oh, was a cool. song and it yeah. was um that was cool yeah because uh I'm a fan of her music but also she's like 
Sharon Van Etten. They do music together, and I love Sharon Van Etten. I gotta check. I don't know who that is. You know that oh is? my no. god! Find her. Okay. So yeah. do, you, do you like doing studio work now too? Session work mm, and stuff. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I I learned to love like I play these days. I play right uh, lately. I've been playing uh, with this woman named Kaisa, and she's a dance music. Oh wow. Uh, and it's like lyrics are so positive and so much energy, and audiences are all about that too. And the you know. It, it feels good to play music that my kid could see, you know, right, cool. and um, that yeah. also just she's such, like a, such a positive and in, like great person. Kaiser. Yeah. Um, so but it's tracks, too. So I'm okay. like playing with a click and tracks and I kind of sometimes feel really comfortable, like like yeah. I could just lean into it mm-hmm. and let it do its thing. And it's like it's a nice little, you know, support system. The, yeah. You know, playing to a click. Did you play a click on the whole records or no? No. Just live. Oh, oh on live. Celebrity Skin, yeah. Okay, yeah. 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 <laughs> does, your, does your daughter like a hole? She thinks it sounds really angry. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah maybe, so, maybe it was. Yeah, I haven't listened yeah. to it in a while, but it had the vibe. Yeah. It's aggressive. It's so yeah. aggressive. Yes. But it was so, yeah. I don't know, man. What was like, you know, what's it called back then? Not the Bikini Kill. What's that whole... Riot Girl. Yeah. Would, would they accept? Would they like supportive of Hole? Uh, not community? so much. You know. <laughs> was but, it too? Uh, it was, was it yeah. Too it was big? too different because okay. You know, Courtney was like feminist. Yeah. But also a little bit more. I think. Um, didn't really respect the Riot Girls. Right. Gotcha. Know? I was just wondering that community. And their thing. And I, I like the Riot Girls, and they were also straight edge, but they didn't really talk about it. I mean, a lot of mm. Olympians were straight edge. Whereas on our end, we were, you know, completely right. the opposite. <laughs> right. But the Olympians didn't really claim straight edge. They mm. just were just because they were, you know, they, you know, so it was like cuddlecore and, and, and what like, you call it? So I called it cuddlecore, <laughs> like, like, like beat happening. It was like songs about like, don't put crayons there. You know, that's no place for crayons. <laughs> I never heard of cuddlecore. That's or, amazing. Or, or songs like, oops, my pants fell down. <laughs> like this, you know, stuff, you know, like just innocent uh, Jonathan Richmond-ish. Did you heard that before? Cuddlecore? No, yeah. but yeah. I love the, the name. It's cuddle pal rock. Cuddlecore. We call it pal rock or cuddlecore. Because <laughs> it's just, you know, it's everybody's it's community. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Do you have any uh, regrets in your life? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it seems like Woo. you made amends with all that and yeah. you kind of moved forward from yeah. it. And yeah. Yeah, know. you're right. I mean, uh, if if these things didn't happen it's in, a, in my life. Question. Right. No, but if these things didn't happen in my life, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't feel the way I feel today or to yeah. appreciate what I do, mm-hmm. um, feel, you know, appreciative of, but also, you know, I wish I didn't, um, you know, pick up drugs after I walked out of the studio that day, you know, right. I, yeah. there's those things. And, <clears throat> but, um, anyone, I wish I would have, you know, not drank as much and played my drums, when it, you know, but, um, yeah. That's how it was. That's how it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we looking back at all those moments and all those highs and lows. I don't think. Sorry. No, what are you gonna say? What I don't the success I, for me isn't now only because it's a fact is that it's not measured by money. Yeah. It's just by a lot of the. Um, I like it when girls come up and say thanks. You know, uh, awesome. I never saw a girl play drums or you mm-hmm. know that kind of stuff, and having some sort of legacy around that and feminism and music, um, yeah. and recovery. Yeah. Um, so, but you know, it wouldn't help. I mean, it wouldn't hurt to, 
have publishing on that whole record. Yeah. Yeah, just saying. Yeah. I mean, why not? Yeah. Just, and yeah. when you, and when you play the drums now, s- being sober, is it a different feeling? Yeah, yeah, it's great. <laughs> you know, but it's also. Uh, I mean, I remember stuff. Right, and, I was just um, gonna say, like, remember it. Yeah, yeah and I, yeah. I feel more like a player than I've ever played, like a real uh, player. You know, like a musician. Um, yeah, and yeah, so, um, yeah, that feels good to. Take, to be serious about playing music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And do you consider yourself an optimist or pessimist? Um, optimist. Okay. For sure. I got that vibe for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Even you through gotta. all the darkness, everything yeah. you've been through. Yeah. You gotta. Like, what... There's more to this. There's a reason why, like... Mm-hmm. Um, and then to not... Like, I look at, like... Even though I say, we should want to go publishing. You know, what <laughs> what. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's not so much. It's more of like, well, do something today, Patty. That's gonna make right. the money you want. You don't need that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, start your thing. Do yeah. your thing. You yeah, know. You're um, right. You know. Yeah. Invent. It would have been nice. Some, but... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Invent something that no one else is. You know. I'm like that's how I think. It's like you like it doesn't have to be music. It could be art, or I could invent. Yeah. You know. You Absolutely. Know, a device that puts your sock on for you, and mm-hmm. then you know, you never know. Yeah. Would you write another book too? Would you do more books? I thought a little bit, but I don't know where to, you know, it would have to be, no. Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> you said what you had to say already. Yeah. yeah you already got it out. Yeah. And then what about new music you're working on? Stuff like um, that. I, during the pandemic, I just started working with Ableton software okay. and then figuring that out and mm. then um, making up ideas on the in that like with loops and oh, drum cool. beats and like just making up songs that's and awesome. that was fun yeah and that's amazing yeah and then learning about like with kaisa she uh, the way the tour is it's you know there's some triggers and and then there's i like you know miking up the triggers and then having the spd and then having you know oh this if you hit this and you dial this in it sounds like a helicopter whatever you know right, and then right. and then there's also, there's a playback person, the person that presses the fucking button. Mm. And that, there's the tracks. And that's a job. <laughs> you know, someone has that job. And um, and it's not easy either, yeah, yeah. you know. But then also, there's only like three women that do that job. And all, oh, wow. you know, so more women need to get technical. Yeah. Do that. Definitely. I'm really bummed that you weren't on the cover of that drum magazine. I know, because it's not real. I'm so bummed that it was in the Wikipedia happened. <laughs> in there. I was just so stoked because of all like all like the darkness, yeah. all this shit happened through our girls. Like, yeah. But oh, you got the cover of that, then the you first got the woman. Cover. And that, that became something yeah. she said on stage. It's I was on up. a cover of a lesbian magazine. All right, respect. Yeah, hey, yeah, it's, cool. it's a cover. Yeah. Hey. There you go. What was it called? you remember? De Neuve. De Neuve? It was the last, last issue of that magazine because Catherine wasn't into the fact that her name was on a Lesbian magazine, Are so they serious? changed it to Curve. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I like how you talked about how you're comfortable coming out as being gay because you're in the punk rock community where it was really no judgment. You yes. Could be yourself. I love that. Yeah. And I love that you said like you're really into politics at all, but then you heard Dead Kennedys. Yes. Because for me, that's the first time I heard about politics was the Dead Kennedys before right. Bad Religion. Maybe not you, but I'm gonna say <laughs> I see you thinking, Derek. But right. Dead Kennedys was like. Who the fuck is Jerry Brown? All the uh-huh. stuff he was singing about. Yeah, yeah, was so Reagan Youth. Yeah, Reagan, Reagan Youth. Youth MDC. MDC. MDC mm-hmm. was like the lyrics, and he's also gay. The singer. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, none of that. I mean, I was already into. I already knew about like, you know, Rob Halford. Uh huh. And I was like, hmm, oh wow, you just, knew. Yeah. Oh no, as growing up, I was like, oh, oh my god, you man. didn't know, and then I didn't even. I was like, what's homosexual? 
Like, right. I, I mean, and then it all comes in. together with the motorcycle and, and like, the leather. Oh, oh. And the chest. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. Wow. It's yeah. amazing. But, I, you know, metalhead kids had to embrace that. Yeah. And I was just like. <laughs> That's <laughs> so amazing to be, to, to be like right. that in the metal scene. <laughs> right. He's a, have you ever met him? Rob? Rob Halford? No. But um, a good friend of Roddy Bottom, who's yeah, in Roddy, Faith, no, yes. Faith No More. And, he's so cool. Yeah. So, I love him. Yeah, he's good. He's a good actor too. Is he? Did he you is. see him in something? I saw him a few. Was? I was like, "Yo!" I was huh. like, "Bravo! Yeah. Well done!" Bro. He's, he's super in. funny. I, I gotta, I gotta look it up. It was something that just came out. I was like, "Yeah, I know." Like he a was weird was comedy. Doing... Of all these like straight dudes that are super straight, like yo, you know, like almost frat. Mm. And he kind of <laughs> had his part, which was great. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Insect. he's I... he's incredible. Uh, Halford. Yeah. Such a gentleman. You know, it's just very. <laughs> he's, I was just so impressed. I was like, you are amazing. Yeah. He's just like, oh, thank you. And yeah, I love so Judas cool. Priest. I love them. How about, don't you think that point of entry is kind of their sort of new wave record? Yeah. I do too. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. God. Yeah. It's yeah. totally, they're kind of venturing out a little bit, not as like angry and nasty. True. A little light. True. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's. Um, I'm not familiar. I need to get familiar with that band. I was, I never really grew up on that. It's okay. I mean, yeah. I respect for them 100. percent I know. definitely. I mean, after meeting them, I have so much respect for them because I I couldn't imagine. You know, that whole metal world is like right. very homophobic. And yeah. Yeah. It, it, it can it can be. I mean, especially back then. Right. You know, and and, and not the greatest in like uh, I don't know with like race relations. I don't think they're really high is, up. Is on he that. the main? Is he the main one that came out, yeah. out out of that scene? Is there anybody else that came after that? Like, well, I mean, there the was doors? Some, of course there was like Freddie Mercury. Oh, of yeah. course that. I mean, yeah, but I'm but saying I mean, metal, in, that, in that caliber of right. metal, yeah. yes, definitely the first. Yeah, it didn't really have that. People just didn't really talk about. It, at least I don't know. Growing, but I don't remember people talking about it that much at no. all. Me either. No. Not that at was pre-internet too, though. Yeah, you yeah. can't tell me somebody in girls' school is not gay. Who they have to I, be? Denise Dufort, come on, it's maybe. Like, come on, yeah, yeah. If you want to get detailed, or that's yeah, right? some, yeah. I mean, uh. yeah. I, I love when the doc was a funny moment, but not funny. It's sad because yeah. where you were, but like you could have Angelie Jolie sit next to you. And oh yeah, some, <laughs> some crack in a fucking dumpster. Uh, I'll take the crack. <laughs> it's that you know. Yeah, it's that important. Um, I liked in the um um. In the Fat Mike interview, when he talked about how he didn't like Pansy Division, <laughs> it was oh, talking yeah. about like, like bands that he he signed and that he signed all kinds of bands, mm -hmm. you know, like you know Diverse. queer core, yeah, and the but not Pansy Vision. I don't like them. <laughs> that was a very honest interview. Yes, was, it yeah, was. He was, he was raw, man. I liked like, him. He, he, yeah, it's a different perspective of him. You know, check yes. It out. Yeah, you had yeah. some questions for me too. Yeah, I did. Okay, I'm gonna shut the door. I wanted to. Uh -oh, um, here we go. Okay. Deep dive on Toby Morris. <laughs> right. Oh, big camera. Yeah. <laughs> Max is annoying right now. Well, I kind of touched a little bit on that idea that straight edge at New York straight edge was like hardcore was a little bit metal. And did you? Yeah. How did it started you? to be? It started because originally Minor Threat obviously yeah. is originators and that was my yeah. favorite band. And then obviously there's the Boston SSD and all that. DYS. Yeah. Yeah. But then there was a whole switch kind of in the scene that happened where it became extremely violent. And, yeah. And, mm -hmm. and, and that with that change, there was also that style of music was changing. More like aggressive. A, more aggressive, more metal, like you were saying, like those influences started to come in. And, and it was really 
start to change. So, so and then, but then the you know like, uh, youth of today. Yes, you were more on that tip, right? Yeah, I love youth and, of today. I love Gorilla Biscuits because yeah. they were more melodic. I lived with them. I got to sing back up on their record, and they got me into being a vegetarian in the eighties. Oh, okay, that's my my question was yeah. how how did you know like with Todd was your other brother? Um, there's Todd and then Todd and Tracy. Yeah, yeah. Tracy was were were they into. I mean, like Todd was into punk rock. Yeah, they got me into punk rock and skateboarding. Yeah. But they also kind of raised me after my dad died. My mom was working like three jobs. I know. Yes. So they were they were like smoking weed, bringing girls in the house and yeah. drinking. And that scared me. I, okay. I, and then luckily they got me into punk rock through Sex Pistols, Ramones, and The right. Clash. But then when I found Minor Threat, it was a band that was really aggressive. I could skateboard to them. And then they have a song saying, hey... You don't have to drink or do drugs to fit in to be cool. I was like, fuck yeah, that's me. I'm like 13 years old. I never yeah. tried anything. Okay. So then from that moment, I was like, I'm going to be straight edge. And I never did anything from that day on my whole life. I don't, I don't yeah. know. I just made that commitment as a young person, which mm-hmm. is, when I think about it now, I'm 51, never tried anything. It's kind of crazy. But those guys kind of scared me straight in a sense. Uh-huh. That, what was that journey? So that was, yeah. you answered that. And so that just stuck with you and you kept it yeah. and it, you believed in it. I, yeah. I, and then when I moved to New York, I found more like-minded people right. that I lived with who were part of the straight edge and they were part of the animal rights movement. Yeah. So then we got into vegetarianism and it was, you know, for me, like sex pistols was cool, but I didn't know what the bollocks were. I right. loved my mom. I didn't hate yeah. my parents. Yeah. A lot of the punk was like, fuck your parents, anarchy. Right. But then the hardcore to me was like, okay, not just fuck the world. Let's change the world. Let's make the world a better place. So seven seconds, youth uh-huh. of today and all these bands were singing about like, animal rights and the planet yeah. and fucking human rights and yeah. everything, equal rights. And totally. that's what I really connected to the positivity. Of yeah. It. Seven seconds too. Yeah. But West Kevin Coast. seconds never claimed straight edge. He was straight edge. You know, he never claimed it. Uh-huh. Um, I love the melody. I love all the positive shit. Yeah. It just really stuck with me. It's yeah. kind of nuts. Did you decide to be a singer or did th- that just happen kind of naturally? Just happened. I was just working behind the scenes, working at Roadrunner Records, working at Concrete Marketing, being a roadie for Sick of It All, right. and going on the weekend runs with Gorilla Biscuits, and then starting to go on tour like in 89 with Sick of It All to South America, to Europe, and then seeing it in other countries and just loving hardcore. Started writing in a journal like in the early 90s, which I still have. And then like, fuck it, man. I kind of want to say something too. I was with the guy in the background, you yeah. know? And then the guy, Pete from Sick of It All, wrote like a guitar riff, and we started writing this one song. Uh-huh. I started jumping on stage. Before and after Sick of It All, it was, like, it was called My Love Is Real. It was about this girl that cheated on me, broke my heart, because I didn't trust women when I moved to New York because I got my heart broken. Uh-huh. And I was so young and naive with women. So I wrote this song about getting my heart ripped out. I would scream on stage. My nose would bleed. It was yeah. totally insane. It had nothing uh-huh. to do with what we sounded like later on. Mm-hmm. And, P- and I started making stickers. I'm calling them an H2O. It's going to be pure, straight edge. Almost like a joke in a sense. It was, uh-huh. it was a joke. And then just started playing and jumping on sets and rancid threw us on stage at this Avail show with Rancid when they were blowing up at the Wetlands. We came on stage and I sang the song. The crowd's like, what yes. the fuck is this? So then it just started like... It becomes real. You talk about real. it. Like that's why Courtney would say on stage, you know, Patty uh, was the first woman on the cover of Drumworld. She meant modern drummer, but it, she's like, you say it and you make it happen. Right. So 100%. Again, that's PMA too though. Yeah. Yeah. Where the mind yeah. can conceive, you know, can mm-hmm. believe. Yeah. And so yeah, it just became, it was a joke that became... Now I'm in the same band for 26 years. It's fucking crazy. Wow. My brother came in. Yeah. And How's that playing music with your brother? It was beautiful. It was wonderful. He yeah. wrote some incredible songs with my brother. It was um, touring with him. He came from a band called Outcrowd. He was in a band for 10 years called Outcrowd. They really tried to like make it in a sense and really do it. 
And then when he came in HR, he goes, I just want to write. I don't have nothing to do with the business. I just want to have fun. I'm like, bet. So I, I took over everything, obviously. And, uh-huh. and then uh, it was my baby. And he wrote songs and played and we traveled. And yeah. And then we on this hiatus, uh, Juliet, I got taught an audition for Juliet, which turned out to be something I thought was just going to be like some, a couple gigs trying to be like eight <laughs> years. So then Todd leaves H2O because we're on hiatus. I was so happy for him, but like just, yeah, then he just, he always comes back to H2O that we come in and out of the band. You yeah. Know? Um, but yeah, I just started writing these songs. And because I was in the New York hardcore scene, hanging out with all these tougher looking humans. Yeah. Who that, weren't, yeah. So <laughs> that was I, my I, next comment yeah, too. Yeah, so like I, I, I was thrown into the scene. I moved to New York in 1988 to 18 to move in with Timmy Chunks. Um, we were pen pals. I loved his band token entry. He's like, sure, move in with me. I'm like, really? So I graduated, went to New York. I dropped up at CBGB's with all my luggage at a token entry show, lived with him. And I was around all these people who came from New York, grew up with different backgrounds than I did. You know, like mm-hmm. I was not into violence. I was not into that kind of stuff. And I saw a whole different world, like hanging out Lower East Side in the eighties and going to these shows and all these big tough guys taking me under their wings and giving me this tough brotherly love. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it was a different, it definitely, I grew pretty fast living in New York. Yeah. But then I loved Melody. So when my band came out, we had a love song on our first seven inch and my head was shaved from a tattoo, but I'm singing. So I think people thought, oh, these friends were sick of it all in these bands. He's going to sound like this. But yeah, yeah, I thought that. Yeah. And then we came out and I'm like <laughs> singing. They're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, I remember playing with the limelight with Luna Chicks and I came on stage as I wore a wig. I had suspenders on, mm-hmm. just dressed like a nerd <laughs> with glasses and people were like, what the fuck is this? And we're singing acapella. I don't know. Just, I grew up in melody. So, yeah. but my band was born in New York and we were, we are, you know, part of the New York hardcore scene. They took us under my wings and mm-hmm. I'm proud of that scene. But yeah, it's a definitely different, harder, yeah, scene. and the, the, like the guys in like Madball, like they're like, yeah. like tough boys, you know. Yeah, like I but remember, like, yeah, 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 but like, whoa, you know, like <laughs> New, New York hardcore is uh, it's not, yeah, 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 it's tough stuff. Yeah, yeah. talk like your mom. Yeah, just like my mom. Yeah, yeah so it's definitely yeah. a more different street. Yeah, yeah, and that they're like that. It's a different culture almost, you know. Like yes. you grow up in a city and you're you're Italian guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Different. You know how New York is, yeah. You, your parents are from Brooklyn. Yeah, it's a completely different scene. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you moved there too to start your band. Yeah, and then I mean, the people I'm meeting were born in New York, but they Me were too. coming from a little bit of the older scene before that, like with John and I was saying Chromax before yeah. uh-huh. my friend Sarah Cox, who played bass in many of the bands that I had, um, and she also had played with all these people, you know, from back in the day, but she was explaining like how the scene was when she was going to show us. She was like, Oh, there'd be like Joey Ramone yeah. or, yeah. you know, or Max, Max Kansas city, or, or just like the scene was a little more mellow, you know, it was more of a <laughs> unity yeah. Yeah. and like a community, yeah. a community and diverse. So when the sound changed, did things start to spread up? You know, like yeah. youth of today, we all wear champion sweatshirts and shorts. <laughs> well, yeah, there was and, like and a whole uniform. Here, started agnostic come in. front. We're a well, she, she was from Manhattan. Bio, biohazard. She, she was from Manhattan, yeah. and her parents were born in Brooklyn and stuff. She was like, "Yo," but when a lot of the like kids from the other areas, Different like the boroughs. boroughs from Queens or Brooklyn, started coming to shows, 
that's when things start to really change. Oh. And when the, mo- and when the that's music what gets- she noticed and all my friends that were yeah. from Manhattan. Yes. And they were like, they kind of brought in, I don't know, more of an aggressiveness. Like they didn't really know uh-huh. kind of what was going on in the right. scene. And there was about kind of like a jock. And yeah. about, yeah. New generation. Yeah, new yeah. generation. But when the music gets harder, the people got harder and the aggressiveness of uh-huh. the dancing got harder, right? Yeah. The different mosh parts of the songs. It had a different edge to it. True. Yeah. You know, True. like a seven-second show at CBGB's, we're all like sing along, stage diving, yeah. everybody yeah. smiling. And the different show, people like serious, like people are swinging their arm. It's like oh. scary. We're, we're supposed di- to um, rock together and walk together. Yeah, yes. not exactly. nothing else. Favorite. Uh, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. So yeah, it was definitely a d- co- coming from like so I lived in Maryland before that. I started. I went to shows in D.C. in the early '80s with my brother. Uh-huh. Got to see one of Fagazi's first sh- so many yes. great shows there, and that beautiful scene. And then going to New York, which was like so different. It was and so different. Did you guys, were you guys in Connecticut for a minute near Mystic? We were in Massachusetts oh, okay. and Rhode Island. Okay, because I remember we went play, to play at uh, Foxborough or some, Ma- something. Foxwoods? Uh, yes, that's My mom it. worked there. Yes, what, that's, what Todd, that's what Todd said. <laughs> we were driving by, we playing there with Juliet. Yeah, my mom worked yeah. there. She traveled back and forth from yeah. Rhode Island. Yeah, my mom lives out here now, but yeah, yeah she and worked I, and, there. And like, so, you know, so much respect for your mom, man. Yeah. She, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Three boys. All boys. Yes. Jeez. I know. Wow. I said, we both had this one kid, and that's hard enough. Yeah. It's like three kids, three, three boys. Three boys. All God. hyperactive and crazy. Like, what? I see that in my son a lot, too. What? Yes, I see it in boys, too. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> where is uh, Murphy's Laws from Boston? New York. New York. Okay. Story of Queens. Story of Queens. I remember when they opened for Beastie Boys. Right. And well, came, I remember they that come tour. To, they come to Seattle. And this was my first like moment of like I, growing up knowing that um, you know, that things were different for girls, you know, and boys got the better end of the deal. Mm-hmm. But uh, but not like forming any feminist ideals, really, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so I go to see Murphy's Law open for the Beastie Boys with my punk rock band Primitives the three guys and we're a hardcore band right yeah and so we go and we're all like Murphy's Law it's gonna be great so we watch Murphy's Law great blah 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 then here's Beastie Boys and so they start do you know their set and then they're like asking these girls they're pouring beer on stage and ask these girls to come up and mop it up and do all the shit and like like the girls are like you know wanting to get up there and that, that was um then leaving that show and the guys in the van on the way home were like Oh, that was so funny when those chicks were like, bah, bah, bah. and I was like, uh-uh, no way. And they were like, chill out, Patty. You don't have to, you know, and I was like, uh-uh, no fucking way. <laughs> you know, like that was my first moment wow, of, right. of, of thinking like, fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. We're not like, then we weren't the same. We yeah, were separate. Right. And it, at that, cause they thought, you know, was I going to go on and go, yeah, man, those were the chicks were, blah, 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 you know, tits and blah, blah, yeah. you know, and I wasn't. And it was fucking Murphy's Law and Beastie Boys moment. I remember that penises on stage. Yes. No, they had girls yeah. in cages. But then, yes, I, I remember the girl in the cage. Yeah. Yes. They had yes. that wow. with like Fishbone, Murphy's yeah. Law, and Beastie Boys was the tour Fishbone that I was saw. on it too? Yeah. yeah. Wow. And there were girls dancing in these cages, yeah. I remember. I what an like, evolution of, <sighs> you know, we're kids. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're grown. And, and they apologize oh, yeah. for that and talk right. about that a lot in the documentary. I know. Yeah. They feel really... They were becoming... The people they were making fun of, they were becoming the jocks that they were making fun of in their music, and the yeah. label was trying to make them 
be these characters and they talked about in the documentary like yeah. that wasn't that wasn't us like we were had to be drinking all the time with empty beers act like they're drinking when it's empty in photos right all this shit and kate, i know what you're saying the masculinity yeah. that like yeah, the man, oh, was, yeah. and kate schellenbach was the first drummer yeah, the first drummer right. and probably walked kate yeah. yeah fucking kate's amazing yeah, wow. yeah. I, love kate. I know she probably had similar I don't know feelings. I'm sure. I'm sure. I've all, I've yeah, all, yeah. I mean, definitely. Yeah. I've, I've always been happy with H2O crowds. Always been girls yeah. stage diving. Yeah, such a great diverse crowd. I've always prided ourselves on that. And because you're welcome, you know, like that's. Yeah. It's in the. It's in your words. It's in your totally. attitude. It's mm-hmm. in what you put out. You know. Yeah, my wife had a crew. I don't want to dis- misquote it, but it was called Girls Up Front Posse. It was a crew <laughs> they had. They wore ja- they had jackets. They had a fanzine. I forgot what it's called. I want to fuck it up. It was chicks up. They had a crew, my wife from Chicago. They were badass. They all be diving at the shows. They'd be up front. Yeah. Like unified. Where did you meet Moon? I met my wife. I was I was in Washington, D.C. in 1992. Was sick of it all. And she was in town. And she was at that show. We met there. It's crazy. Wow. Right? And I was a roadie. Yeah. Wow. And then she ended up, her best friend started dating the guy in Sick of It All. So she came with her to New York for the summer. And then we met. And she never left. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Now married 20 Almost twenty six years. Wow. That's that's unusual. Yeah, right yeah. there. I mean, straight edge since you were thirteen, married. But yeah. you know, it's like it, I'm yeah. very I'm very lucky. Yeah, it's very yeah, different you for are. rock and roll life. Yes, <laughs> but there's more people. There are people out there but, that live this. But same like, way. yeah, but also like um, creating your world and your you know success around mm. like what you want in it in your life. Like I've never um, because of drugs and alcohol not having control or not having a choice, and yeah. then getting clean and deciding. Oh, you don't have to live like that. And mm-hmm. you can like even expand your brain to like, actually, you know, you don't have to work a day job that you hate, you yes. know, like right. the way I was brought up, you gotta, you gotta get a, you know, day job down at the, yeah, you know? yeah. No, 100%. a lot of people are brought up that way. But yeah. Yeah. You know, unfortunately it's, yeah, I'm very lucky I could be able to stay focused and create opportunities. I think and, Todd uh-huh. would always talk about you that way that, you know, um, and respectfully, my brother, you know, uh, is uh, smart about money, smart with, you know, him and his wife, you know, and yeah. that kind of thing. And about being a business person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. My wife taught me a lot with that. She's, that's what she does. That's for what a he living. said too. Yeah. She's a bookkeeper. Yeah. That's what she does for a living. She's been yeah. her whole life. She's really smart. I remember the first money I ever made in Japan. She's like, give me that money. I'm going to put it in an IRA or something. Right. Now it's worth, cra- it was from 1996. Fuck. It was like five grand or something. Now it's like crazy. Mm-hmm. She was so always so smart. Like you have to be smart with your money. Don't waste your money. And yeah, man, I'm very lucky. Yeah, I don't know what yeah. I do if I didn't have my wife for sure. <laughs> but she's helped Todd out too with taxes and shit in yeah. the past. But like, <laughs> it's good to have that. Yeah. But it's crazy. You you saw that with the chili peppers that they were so yes. working out. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, man. yeah. So Having good. control and of your life. And yeah, and being able to make a choice that you know uh, you weren't gonna spend the day. Uh, you know, hungover. You're, today, I'm I'm gonna go. Like they were like, we're gonna go exploring or whatever. You know? Right, right. Go hiking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were like up with I mean, smoothies. I, I think it's great. Like when you have people around to have that energy. You know. Yeah. Yes. I mean, there was like producers. I was. We were talking about and this one producer from L.A. This guy Ross Robinson. Oh yeah, yeah. He's like super positive. Limp Biscuit? Yes. Yeah. Okay. He did do that and okay. Cure and yeah. Slipknot and all these different bands. Damn. And he's just such a chill person. But in the studio, I was like, I'm going to strangle him. You know, wow. like, yeah. I was just like, I was like, wow. But he would really sit there and bring out like all the the questions that are just so relevant. It's just like, why are you here? 
you'd be like looking around mm. the studio and you'd be like, uh, you mean in, in California or in oh, the yeah. studio? And he's like, no, why are you here with me in the studio right now? Like, mm-hmm. what, what is, he's like, what do you want to do? You know, you have, you know, this is the moment right now. Everything, you know, this is what you, your mind needs to be here and focused on doing the studio. Yeah. You know, like you're putting out, you know, those words, you know, what do they mean to you? Yeah. So going Damn, through each song, deep. each lyric wow. with each person, the lyrics that I wrote, you know, wow. like, which was the first Everyone's, time doing that yeah, with everyone. It. Like, how can you, what can you get out of the lyrics that he wrote? Like something similar to that's a story funny. that's related to you. Cause you're going to have to put that on tape. That's going to be there forever. You know, Damn. like what yeah. you're creating. Oh, it's it's yes. just like, you know, and it was intense, you know, like you're just giving every, every little bit, you know, he just come on the speaker like, I don't know if we're really there, you know, uh, like. Oh, and, and I hate reached, that. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But also that struggle yeah. too is where things fucking happen. Exactly. Where you know, just like, like oh, the theory this. about bands that get along, which is so great. And, you know, I love a situation where I, I feel good with my bandmates, but also there should be a little bit of friction you know and like there's like the Ramones hated each other but they made some great music and then there's other bands that love each other that song's not so great you know that's a great point true yeah and and, and the guests of Ramones never went in a bus before it was only in the van and Johnny like and then yeah and the kinks hate each other and they're like geniuses they were hauling John Oates (laughs) oh yeah we saw him perform recently they were great yeah hating I have a question I just (laughs) I'm like how well, how do they create such um, great jams? Yeah. Does your daughter know all the stuff you've been through? Is it too? Not so much. I mean, she knows that um, I don't like, uh, yeah, that they're, I don't, uh, well, I don't know exactly. Like I've never spoken to her. I just said, I made a choice to not do a few things in my life that don't, um, that don't, uh, that are not good for me. You know, that maybe mm-hmm. another person is okay with, uh, not for me. So one, like a while back, I, we were at the store and I, I grabbed, I don't really drink like soda, like Coke mm-hmm. soda or in front of her, really. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I, I don't where I, you know, anyway, I grabbed a Coke. I, I mean, well, I mean, if I'm not going to like, I want to be able to share something with her. So it's not going to be a thing uh, that I wouldn't want her to drink. So, okay. I mean, she can drink soda if she wants, but right. whatever. Um, it's uh, so I grabbed a Coca-Cola and I got it. And then we were in the car and she was like, mom, I thought you made a decision in your life to not drink drinks like that. And I go, it's a Coca-Cola. It's Coke. And she goes, oh. And I go, it's not a, It's not an alcoholic beverage. It's not mm-hmm. mind mood altering. <laughs> right. It's got caffeine in it because she knew that she wasn't going to drink it because of yeah. caffeine, I think. But I was like, no, no, you know. <laughs> what no. if she wants to do music? Yeah, you know, I, <laughs> I really, that's such a, a, a conscious decision that I didn't want to push mm-hmm. you know and you know you know what got her a little drums kit when she was little you know and you don't they, they, kids pick up something and they're so into it for a minute yeah, know, and then you're like I'm... it's all about trains <laughs> so don't invest in something yes, you right. know and then so it moves true. on and then it's all about you know yeah uh, american girl dolls right oh gee yeah that or whatever and it's so it's changed so much and um so i don't try to push music yeah. but i and i don't you like I'll play, you know, maybe if I'm listening to something, she can listen to it too. But you like I don't consciously think I'm gonna curate my kids' musical taste and put on some fucking Velvet Underground. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> not. 
<laughs> you know, my kid loves Velvet Underground. Like, you know, yeah. White Light, White Heat. That's her jam. You know, I can hear parents doing that. It's yeah. not my, I'm not doing that. Me either, I'm not doing that. And I'm not, she's not wearing, a, you know, a rancid t-shirt either. Yeah. You know, no. God, that just in race, like, no. And I'm not yeah. giving her a mohawk. Right. Don't. Yep. Yep. You know, like I, kids with Ramon's shirt. I mean, maybe a little bit, but nah. Right. You know, yeah. like, so she will listen to what, you know, her friends listen to or, you know, what she's really, what she's drawn to is gymnastics. That's what she awesome. loves. Yeah. And it's, so it's I invest in a, a trampoline, you know, and yeah. she jumps on that and we go to gymnastics and share that cool. together. And she's really, during the pandemic, we did a lot of, you know, cause she had to be online. Yeah. Um, we did a lot of coding together, like real basic stuff. Like we're doing a video game. And so I taught her how to go find, um, you know, there's like places you can go to get links, to get, you know, certain codes to get free things or whatever. Uh So if you learn how to do that, you can go download free whatever for your Sims game, you know? So she learns that and now she's like, you know, can, so that's, you know, and if she's interested, I'll encourage, but Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I wanted her, like, she's definitely not going to play drums, I feel like, because she's like, she's a girly girl, you know? She's I like, see. eh. But she knows that women play music. Yeah. She's, she grew up in Rock Camp for Girls. She'd go every summer, because I started, I was in the yeah, first year, 2010, we started it, and um, she was born the following, you know, she was born, and then I was stay-at-home mom, and so the yeah. first summer I was like, you guys, I have B, and I can't. And they were like, bring her because it's in a school. That's cool. So I would start bringing her and every summer she would be there with me. And yeah. um, so she knew all the, and she would just, it was natural for her to see a woman put a guitar down and change its strings or soldering. And cool. like those things were just natural. And she knew that she could um, pick up any instrument and play. And, yeah. you know, so yeah, I just try to expose her to enough, whatever, you know, yeah, she, interesting. She's, been con- she's seen some concerts. Yeah, she you know she's seen Sia. <laughs> nice. Yeah, she's you know, talented. And, yeah, well, and then you know, she's seen me play, and you know, just cool. not fully into loud. Yeah, you know. right, right. But you know, teenage years will, uh, we'll see what yeah. happens there. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I know my son's not. My, we we like how can my son rebel against us? He he's been around punk rock, hip hop, everything. What can he possibly listen to that we don't really fuck with? Yeah. So then he brought home death metal. And mumble uh-huh. rap and stuff right. that I never fucked oh, with. Oh yeah. So now, like, he's opened like my mind to listen SoundCloud. to like, yeah, like these yeah. That cowboy band and. Yeah, oh. there's there's been a few things I've and he plays picked it with up YouTube. on. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna check that out I'm because like, of Max, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah and absolutely. if you look at the stuff, it's amazing. Some of the design and art and yeah. sort of like the thought behind the whole package oh, of it. Absolutely, sure. It's amazing. It's it's, it's mind blowing. Like a lot of stuff, I'm just like, no, I, I never imagined that. Yeah. Which is cool. And to yeah. respect it. Like Absolutely. back in the day, it was like, yeah, not cool. Whatever. Yeah, I remember yeah. being that kid. <laughs> Me too. And I'm not going to be that, you know, and then learning how to be respectful of other styles and, yeah. and like what, cause it's important to them, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. um, so now I look at other styles and see what it came from somewhere. Yeah. And Absolutely. also, you know, if you, and how to add things to your own thing, you know? Yeah. You like hip hop at all too? Yeah. And my (laughs) girlfriend is like, she's younger Mm -hmm. than me. So she's, she comes from a whole different thing. She's all about like, um, hip hop and like, like 
too short and wow. like like oh, Bay she Area. From the Bay? She's short. from Sausalito, yeah. Oh, she has a whole different vibe. And so like I'm, I'm so like really um um she was really sensitive about sharing some of her music taste. And I was like, no, <laughs> lay it on me. And it's fascinating because I like not knowing. And then right. her yeah. telling me, no, this is Jay Dilla from blah, 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 blah. Oh, shit, and I'm like, I don't Dilla. even know. You know, That's like so there's cool. stuff. I was like, wow, this is around. And I had no clue. I was so in my thing yeah. that this was happening. And I had no idea. Your producer, Jay Dilla, man, rest in peace. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. She's probably like E-40, yeah. all that shit. Yes. What's it called? They, call, oh, they have a name of that music up there, too, the E-40. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, yeah, I forgot what it was. Uh, tell me when to go. Tell she, me when to go. If she was here, she'd probably <laughs> shout out. You That's know. cool. She's younger, so she's teaching you some stuff. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. You, you didn't play any hip-hop songs before, though? Drums? Um, No. I mean, I I really love Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Love him. Who doesn't? I mean, God. Dude, this, everything, yeah. this whole journey, everything. He's a trip. How he is man. now. Like he's how he's growing. Yeah, everything. own. Everything. fascinated by it. Everything. Me too, dude. Yeah. And then Public Enemy. Yes. And I loved Anthrax with Public Enemy, Ooh. was it? Cool. You know, they did that. Um, yeah, and we noise. talked a lot about that with Scotty Ian. He yeah, was on Scott here. here. Yeah. 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 It was fascinating. You put those to two too. things together. Game changer. A game, game changer. Yeah. Like, it was a great story that he yeah. told about that. I, I mean, just... Run DMC with Walk This Way and Aerosmith. Yeah. That was amazing. That was cool. But yeah. he set the tone with harder music. For yeah. That, right? Yeah. I right. wasn't expecting that. To it's come so out. good. Yeah. To mix that? Fuck. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, here's a question. A little bit off. <laughs> okay, lately with um, a lot of like Me Too stuff and mm-hmm. like all that, cancel culture. Okay, so <laughs> if, if there's like a lot, have you had a friend that's that you respect or that or a musician? Maybe you don't know them or you do know them, and and they've been sort of um, brought out to have been like maybe called out oh. on something, and you're like, what the? I mean, like that's yeah, my buddy. A co- yeah, a couple people, and and kind of shocked at that. Yeah kind of behavior are you shocked by it uh with some of the people getting called out i'm definitely not shocked yeah okay <laughs> i love that dave Chappelle is calling out the cancel culture right right that's pretty, that's but pretty there, yeah. there's certain people i'm like damn i'm not surprised at all like yeah. just because i was like oh it's gonna come around yeah eventually yeah a lot of them like i'm not surprised i'm just like, one i was surprised about too and i don't know what's gonna happen i don't know just because you only hear one you only hear this you want to hear what you read, or yeah, yeah. Right, yeah right, so you got to take it with a grain. Too. I know, I, I, but then I some agree. of it, I'm like, oh yeah, like you're saying, <laughs> right. definitely. I'm trying to think if there's somewhere it's like, mm, I don't know. I need to hear both sides. I'm sure uh-huh. there is. I just can't yeah. think Two of sides, any. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But there's some I'm just like, oh yeah, I kind of know already from getting a lot of information before it even came out. Right. You but know, sometimes, or yeah. Like, but sometimes yeah. you hear allegations. That that that's what you hear, right, on that person. Yeah. And then you don't hear, did it go to court? Did they press charges? Did mm-hmm. somebody get arrested? Did he get off innocent or guilty? That's all you know of that person forever because nobody talks about what happens after that. Right. Did, did, did he get acquitted or is it, did it happen or not? You only hear the side of like mm-hmm. allegations right there and then you don't hear anything after that. Yeah. It'd be nice to hear like what happened after that because the rest of that life, that guy is that person now. Until you find out, really, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they go to court yes. and they get charged or, yeah. you know what but I mean? Uh, true. But, but I think a lot of it changes so quickly, too. It does, yeah. man. You know, where it's like, that person was just, and now they're good. Yeah. Oh, I know, you forget. Good? Yeah, yeah. And they forgot yeah, that. Like yeah, forgot. it goes in, like, yeah. <laughs> There's like, oh, my God, I forgot about that. You well, know? they'll just go quiet for a couple <laughs> yeah. months. Yeah. And then they'll come back, and everything's yeah. all. Yeah. Right. Uh, but then there's, like, you know, uh, with and millennials, and then, like, 
there's a lot of stories about, you know, he was writing me on instant messenger, okay. like a lot of those situations, a lot of that in bands and right. like, you know, yeah. they were like grooming me and like, and then they found out and then I, I showed up at the show and I, you know, I, he knew I was, you know, 14 or whatever. And then, you know, and that kind of stuff, if there's writing, people can have screenshots. They have yes. All proof. That's all and that proof. I just see that so much with not so much, you know, there's like all the, you know, more famous, bigger, you know, names yes. getting taken down. But a lot of guys in like touring bands doing stuff and mm. like little bits here and there. And it's like there's all kinds of, you know, uh, stories about that. And especially yeah. on, on your phone. Especially like we live in 2021. Like yeah, it's if, different. If people are doing shady shit, they should know they're going to get caught because you can't get away with doing shady. Honestly, you would you, think so, but they I mean, still the do it. They're still like, oh, I'm going to yeah. pick right now. It's I'm crazy. like, are you yeah. still sending why? And pics? why do guys think that's okay? I don't you know, like, understand you know, You're like, God. <laughs> like, it's a part. I know. You know, it's a private. I never understood that. I never I understood know. any I of that. I am still trying just, to get my head yeah. around that. That's it. Yeah. Because like, I didn't expect to, like, I, you know, somehow I have, I know that that's not, like, the kind of, like, me, you guys wouldn't, you know, so they could dick pick stuff. I'm a grown ass man. Right, 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 right. Right. But what I'm saying is, is that, um, that there are, you know, there's those guys. And have you ever like been around that guy? And you're like, whoa, dude, Uh, chill. Yeah, I've I've been around those guys, but I'm just trying to figure it out. Like they wouldn't be sending those pics unless there was some girl that was like, I want a pic of your dick. Right. And are there girls out there that are like that? Yeah. Yes. Luring a dick pic. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> luring it out not many i i haven't right. met that yeah. girl ever yeah honestly like i've never met a girl who's like oh yeah i love me a dick pic yeah you well know, i mean like, like they say there's this, this saying like um hang around the barbershop you're gonna get a haircut you know it's like if you put that stuff around right, right. you're gonna yeah. i mean all, right. you know, all my friends i surround myself with positive awesome people yes who are married <laughs> right. dedicated right. dudes I, my whole life that's why myself. I want to get your perspective yeah, like, on it I, I don't know anybody that's done that maybe there's single dudes that, that I know out there I, maybe they've done that before but I never understood that I don't I think there's some that do it because it actually works yeah unfortunately okay. it, it, I, I mean, can't imagine I know, being some... single on a dating app in 2021 at 51 years old I know I can't same. imagine that world I see all my sons out here he's young Hanging out, doing this thing. I'm just like, it's such a different world with phones like and social dangerous. media. And all yeah. the, all the, e- all the e- evils of it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I mean, like, it's, it's just, there's a lot of pitfalls. That's the yeah. other thing about parenting. It's like with yeah. my daughter and then um, like no TikTok for you, number one. <laughs> TikTok is insane. Uh, I was so looking huge, at this man. TikTok Yeah, this you're not getting morning. any social media stuff. Okay, you can do, she can do uh, like Minecraft and Roblox. We That's do that. my son play Minecraft I fucking love life. that stuff. Yeah, it's uh, And brain. I love it. Yeah, I like we when you know my wife and I we got divorced and then so when I wanted to meet and like hang, hang out with B we meet in Minecraft. Hello, wow. hanging out in there. That's good. For, yeah, that's a, Max. My son loved that. So game. there's like yeah. a dark side of TikTok. See, I haven't even uh oh been yeah. on anywhere down that road. I've only seen like the fun videos. People the fun them. stuff. Yeah, I I've guess. Seen the, well, where I don't, it's just like, but it's well, insane. I I just I don't I don't, I don't know. know about that I don't know what goes on. I don't have TikTok, but I don't know entirely what goes on there. And I don't know like if I want her web. to see, like, you know, I mean, it's fine for um, older kids, but not, you know, an 11-year-old to see, no. you know, no. cha-cha heels. No, you know, I don't know. but it's, I, I, this yeah. morning for some odd reason, I, I don't know why I got TikTok because I think because your son was like, oh, I'm on TikTok. And I was like, I'm going to get on TikTok Yeah, you're too. actually yeah. on TikTok. And then he's like my only friend and my yeah. fiance. Yeah, same, same. So, I had to get on it because... 
You're Kaiza was like, she's on it. And she was like, you should get on it and just tell your jokes. It'll be really great. And I was like, okay, I got on TikTok. So you're on it? No, I, I, I don't. I didn't like did nothing on it. <laughs> it's just there. I know. Yeah, like, and I, do you got, I feel so old when it comes <laughs> to TikTok. There are people on there too. Right, I, know. I realized. I, I was know, like, but, wow. But, I see some old cats on there. There's some crazy stuff going on there. I mean, God. as far as like. A lot of repetitive stuff of people doing kind of the trends same thing. Trends and dance. Trends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was something that was really bizarre to me, that whole trend thing. And yeah, that, like, that thing with the hands. and then There's that's always a, different trends yeah, yeah, popping yeah. up. And, and, and like, where does that come from? Yeah, and then people were trying to invent trends. Right. And and so I just I was just went down a rabbit hole of just like horrible trends. I was just like that, disgusting myself with like, why do I keep watching this person's trend over and it's over? Addictive, like, man. It's a yeah, horrible yeah. trend. That's why podcasts are great because you can like tune in, <laughs> listen to a podcast, and it, it can unravel and talk about TikTok trends or yeah, talk oh, about like, right. and then you're just like, wow, yeah, you know, yeah, you like yeah. find out so much cool information. But yes. but, have, but having a kid in the phone, like it's so crazy. Yeah. Raising my son, who Nuh-uh. never know a life without social media. We, we luckily grew up with no phones. Yeah, all that stuff. So out in the streets playing. God. Yeah, shit, my, I wouldn't. My Christina and I wouldn't let B see a screen until she was. Until like 10 years old. Okay. And yeah. then, because she had to learn how to have a meal in a restaurant without looking at something, mm. you know? I, I, yeah. Yeah. God, and I now she's, you know, man, she's all about the screen. But just I like the, the online screen. and the, uh, you know, I remember growing up when there was a, there were girls, they have magazine covers and the girl was super skinny. And they wanted yeah. to be like the girl in the magazine. Right. But now it's like on your phone and now That's there's scary. like the Kardashian yeah. world and all right. these different reality shows. and. It's on Scary. their phone all day long and all what they're day. trying to look like and be and then being bullied not just at school but at home. Have you seen the hours Fucking... on your phone where you can look? Yes. Oh, it tells scary, you the exact yeah. amount yeah. and what you're on. Exact. It's frightening at but, times, yeah. but I'm, I'm lowering it. I'm, I'm slowly, mine's getting lower and lower. Yeah. Mm. I love but that. The, I like the fact that we can look up Stalag 13 and find out that it's not it. the guys that, that the Stall brothers were <laughs> in it. <laughs> This is so true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that shit's awesome. There's yeah. so much yeah. positive. Yeah, and I can get clear on my youth of today and youth brigade. Yeah, yes. West Coast, East Coast, and Ray Capo is um Ray. okay. He, uh, the Krishna Core. I wanted to talk about shelter. Um, yes, and um, my girlfriend is Krishna, or you know, she practicing, is? but she knows Raganoth, who is yeah, yeah, that's, Ray Capo. Yeah, 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 from Raganoth. you know, uh, so she's uh, a head Krishna. Well, yeah, yes, I mean, yes, conscious. So she knows him as that. Yeah, we know him as a singer. Youth right. Of today. Right. And there's Para. What's Capo uh, Purcell's name too? Isn't it? Yeah, it's um uh, Para something. Oh, par, Para um, Prabhu, a, something like that. Yeah, from from Youth of Today as yeah. well. Purcell. Yeah. 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 Wow, that's so crazy. Yeah, I love that whole section of of um like that became a thing. Is so cool. Krishna Kaur. Yes. Yeah, I was way too yeah. like fourteen that pulled me in. You went to Krishna. No, I was reading a lot of the books though, and I, uh-huh. I thought they were super fascinating. Yeah, you know. Yeah, she shared with me some of the the things, the and like I really, I really, she's vegan, and wow. she shared a lot of this. And I'm like, it's interesting, and it's like you know, full circle. It's, yeah, it's so crazy. Yeah, so she's vegan and Krishna conscious. Yes. Wow. Yeah, loves rap. That Does she wear the beads too? Sometimes I've seen them, mm. but you know. <laughs> she has. But the thing, the little bag, she has the little yeah, bag. Yeah, she does it chanting. Yeah, and yeah, count, yeah, yeah. Count the beads. Yeah, count the, yes. Wow, the beads, yeah. that's legit. Yeah, yeah. And the, so she's vegan, hardcore. Yes, vegan, hardcore. Does she inspire you? She does. You nice. know, and um, 
I, well, I'm smart. I know that, you know, you can't, you can, you can get protein from other things besides me. You know, I yes, know true. all those things. Okay. And yeah. Yeah. And also my daughter came by it naturally because she went to a farm school, like growing up the Dickie. Oh, cool. Was, where, that, was that homeboy school? The actor? It, uh, no, it's different. It's, um, okay. it's out in Altadena. What's it called? That school? It's is called it? Village Playgarden. So it's a vegan school? Yeah. Wow. And they plant their own vegetables and yes. stuff like that too? Yes. Wow. And there's a farm there. And so she, you know, knows that she made the connection between the cow Mm -hmm. and the, and so she doesn't want to eat meat. So, so, um, and Steph is so great that she just, that's my girlfriend, Stephanie. She just sort of, um, you know, guides her and says, you can have this and this, this, try this. And she'll try it. And Mm -hmm. she had vegan pizza, you know, she loves it, you know. That's at so 11 that's years cool. old too. That's amazing. Yeah, I love that. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my son was raised with no meat, and he know we went. He's you know because when you when you're young, you, the kids see the book like the chicken sounds like this, and the pig yes. does this, yeah. and the cow goes moo, and yeah. here's the farm, and then it's like, and then we eat them. But nobody says that to your kids growing right. up. Right? <laughs> they, yeah, they always hiding it. I'm like, what? You know, milk really does the body good. Yeah, it's always that hidden thing. I always thought was that kind of was like a red flag in my mind. I was like, why is this? not talked about uh-huh. or how come you don't see any of this if you know it should be something if something's good then it should be in the open you should be True. talking about it instead right. of hidden behind closed doors i always thought it was a weird thing that these companies or corporations are so you know elusive to showing the process yeah. of, how it gets to yeah like plate. most yeah it's like yeah. most companies are proud about what they're doing they're showing you know yeah. behind the scenes like this is what we do this is where it's coming from Mm. and that yeah. was already my first red flag. I was like, hmm, that's weird. Like, I, you I, never I, see any of I that. I just feel yeah. like this, this generation <laughs> is so open to all that and, like, saving the planet and what connects to that. Oh, the animals and this. Everybody's it's coming together. they know? have, like, no choice. It's just gotten to the point yeah. where they're just like, yeah. okay, I can see it. That's I the can thing. Feel it, also, another thing about being a parent is this the earth, the world that is today, that we leave to our kids. Yeah. You know, I feel so, like, Oh God! What? No, it's the, scary. Yeah, but they're so, making co- making decisions like that. Yeah, eating animals and right. And then so I am constantly impressed with the kind of things I hear kids say and True. what they're um, excited about and what their plans are. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So it gives me the hope. Um, yeah, yeah. It's crazy because one of the things my son said when he was in school before the pandemic, he was going to school. Just something happened this one day because we take it back to when we were growing up people would say, call people gay or homo or a fag. Mm. And this generation, Max told me a story how they ran up on these kids and they were calling them homophobics. It just flips yeah. on oh, the yeah, mentality of true. kids. Like, we went up on this kid, he's a homophobic. Yeah, it's, you know what I mean? But back in the day, you'd be called, definitely you'd be called his names. Yeah. I love our conscience and people right. so... Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Just the generations are so yeah. like, welcoming. It's uh, For me, like, it's buried, though, pretty intensely. Like, the... Um, I, for a time, um, worked at uh, another, it's a Waldorf-inspired um, preschool with my mentor, okay. Molly Cleeter. Okay. And it's in Atwater. And I taught, I worked with her, and these are kids from three to five, and then I taught them woodworking with all tools that are, like, non-electric tools, you mm-hmm. know, like, That's awesome. like cool. we're from Little House on the Prairie. Right. But it's a Waldorf-inspired, so, you know, we would make toys, and so I had my own class. But... Uh, one day I was with Molly and, and she's, the kids are playing and she's, I, um, 
usually I, you know, we tell the kids pick up the blocks and put them in the and um so you know one day i said you know so and so and so and so pick up the blocks and this next day she molly says um you know valerie and trina pick up the blocks and put them away now this is a big bin and i every day would ask ask the boys to do that and she asked two girls little girls and i was like i just naturally wouldn't because and and that's how fucking messed up it is and the girls did it and i was like oh my god oh my she is that like (laughs) she's a genius and so it was like yeah, you know, the girls right. should be, and I was like, they're not going to be able to do that. Yeah, and I, I'm a woman <laughs> right. and right. a woman that's a you know thought she was a feminist thinker where women can do things that aren't you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. You know, but amazing. it's so like buried in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's true. It's definitely. I think, especially love, in our generation, it's yeah. definitely kind of buried there. But I love yeah. how kids are so proud to be who they are now and yeah, have people having their yeah. back. I fuck, it's so beautiful and man. accepting of kids that are you know non-binary or, yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. oh it's it's beautiful man I, it's just i noticed that so much of my son grew up all the diverse friends he hangs out with and just like his best friend I, i'm not gonna say her name but she's gay and she she's like the mother of his whole crew they have a crew um they call rooftop gang or whatever this crew was this whole friend <laughs> yeah. but she's gay and she's amazing she's moved to new york to go to art school and she came to our show but she's like a badass she protected them she came to all the shows she was like like their big sister, like he grew up with her whole, it was awesome, man. Yeah. Just like a beautiful, diverse, living in California yeah. where he lives and mm-hmm. going to like Hamilton, which is a music school program. Yeah. And all the cool kids that went there and just, I don't know. I, yeah. I just love the generation. I, mean, I just, yeah. I don't know. I feel like my son's on a good path and he's positive and he's doesn't eat animals and he wants to do good things and play music. He does all kinds of cool shit. I'm just, I don't know. It's awesome. Yeah. That, like, uh, I've been teaching drums to this kid since he was 11 and he just started going to college this year. And I'm like, oh, wow. my guy, you know, every, every, I'd see him every Tuesday, you know, for a drum lesson and we talk and we catch up and then, you know, through the years watching him grow. And yeah. then I went to his bar mitzvah oh, and then nice. watching him go through puberty and then get his <laughs> license. And then, you know, now he's in college. Proud, and he texts, yeah. yeah. He's texting me and he's like, I'm like, how are you doing? You know? And nice. it's, it's pretty cool. And yeah. like how, what, he wants to do you know like wow those are cool goals like yeah. you know like so different like good for us kids one. yeah so you teach drum lessons too yeah i do that's fucking cool yeah i mean it's not all it's not like strict about like i'll teach you you know yeah, how to read some basics be. and stuff yeah but also like what's your favorite song let's talk about your you know and what happens in the song and that's it's cool. fun it's enjoyable yeah it's, yeah it's fun what do yeah. you do that at what is that at? um well right now I at at the school that okay. I was teaching at, it's not it's the school shut down because yeah, yeah, of yeah. COVID. So, um, gets back. I just have my uh, kit there, and yeah. then so I practice. It's awesome. Yeah. Nice. Fuck, man, this is a great this is a great hang with you, man. Yeah, likewise. We cover everything. Definitely. We cover yeah. everything we need. <laughs> I, I I'm gonna check. So. I'm gonna oh check my, my notes. Hang out. Check your notes. <laughs> you have any more questions <laughs> for her? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. Everything. Didn't Sepultura do a cover of? Um, uh, wait, one more thing. Motorhead, Orgasmatron. You are correct. That, oh, <laughs> oh my God, that riff! You're Isn't correct. it so good? That I, riff. It's a, it's a great <laughs> riff, and I'll tell you something. Like we we ended up go PR, right touring with Motorhead, and um, and it was before I was in the band that they did that cover, and a lot of people in Brazil thought it was their song. Oh. And so uh, on tour, we're just like all excited. We're like, yeah, we're 
you know, like we should do that song live with yeah. Lemmy. Yeah. You know, and then Lemmy's just like, oh, I hate that song. <laughs> really? <laughs> and I was like, what? what? Why? Really? And he was like, ah, we never do that song. I hate that song. And he's like, I'll do the song with you, with you boy, with you lads. Yeah. But I'm not going to sing it. I was like, oh, great. Does he hate the lyrics or something? I, I don't know, but the lyrics are pretty intense. Like, yeah. There's a lot of words. I'm like, ambiguous. I am you know, the God like, of blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I was like, I got to learn all the lyrics. It's like, God damn it. I'm horrible <laughs> at doing cover songs because I have to learn the lyrics. Yeah. And and, uh, and so then I we did it, but we've done it a few times with him. And uh, it was great, but I just thought it was so funny. Just be on the side, like right. playing bass, like, I'm not singing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I was like, I love you, Lemmy. You're the yeah. best, man. You're so cool. But I, yeah, that song, yep. I like all the, also, when Lemmy and Motorhead and Girls School would get together and oh, do yeah. stuff. Yeah. I have three questions left. You you like playing with bare feet. Yeah, I'm not so much anymore. Back in the day, <laughs> though. Right, yeah. Yeah. And what started that? Um, I think... I felt like I could play faster and I would get more action on mm. the... Like the Flintstones. Like yeah, kind of totally. Like Barney Rubble. <laughs> <laughs> like Fred's feet... Uh, feet the, didn't hurt from doing that, though? Um, I would. They would get calluses. I would think okay. so. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And then um, I had Harley Quinn Smith on here. Her dad is Kevin Smith, the yeah, director. Yeah, yeah, She's a massive fan. She wanted to tell you that she loves you. And uh, she, she, all she talked about was Hole and how it changed her life oh and that God. record. And I love has, her too. She, she was her own band. Yeah. yeah, and she was at Rock Camp. She came to camp. Oh, oh nice. wow! Yeah, when she was a kid. Wow, there you go. Yeah, That's I remember awesome. that. And she just bit on one of your vintage shirts. I checked out your vintage shirts. <laughs> oh, you have a dope minor threat one up there. <laughs> oh yeah, I do. Yeah, um, she's got some shirts. Oh on. yeah, oh, that yeah. old oh, one. Yeah, really? that one. It's shredded. Sick yeah, I just though. put them all up. I, know, I was so like, cool. "That's part of my getting rid of." Yeah, she right. said, she texted like, me a picture. She's guys bit on this one. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting rid of everything. I love that. That's a like, good so feeling. there's nothing. Yeah. Like, and I, I have a little studio down in the basement. It's like I got my drums stored, and then you know a few things that I'm gonna keep to collect. You mm-hmm. know, but everything else, no, no, okay, no. But I mean, there's no point to keep. You know this magazine because I there was an ad in yeah, it or yeah, you know yeah. it's just fucking get rid of all of it and um, music's in the sky somewhere Facts. and I can get it mm-hmm. and or go see it you know right. and Do you have any old whole shirts I you know what I gave Damn. them to my mom and then she gave them to a friend of hers but I and then I gave I would give away shirts all, all the time Damn. like I gave away my ex respects I gave away misfits my friend mm-hmm. Sam um, wow. Veldi you know Sam from Sam Sam Veldi he's like a no, I don't know. he does that band 66 oh I pod- know that show yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. long hair yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I've seen him on the show before I gave yeah. him a misfit shirt him and Walt have that show yeah I just 66. like oh, I don't know some some reason I felt like oh this person should have because I've saved yeah, yeah. and collected and you shirts. lived it too though it's different and I would just give them yeah yeah it, but different it. band shirts too right you know you got some classics up there too that so Iron Maiden, I thought, was like going to go like hotcakes. It's getting up there, though. But that <laughs> oh, gun which, club. Uh, which, what's on the... Uh, um, um, the the Maiden, it's the um, Somewhere in Time. Oh, the, like, okay. The that's Space a, Eddie. That's when I kind of came back into Maiden when I was like... In I fell off. I was like, I'm yeah. not really... And then I was like, oh, here we yeah. go. Well, they went to Egypt for a minute. I yeah, was like, I was see, like, yeah, I was no like, thanks. Bye-bye. Yeah, People no. People like, no, it's Power Street. I was like, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm done. Like... I was like, it's, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with it. And then yeah. they came back Somewhere in Time. I was like, okay. All right. Maybe yeah. I can. Oh, I had this on my notes too. Is that later on, Courtney came back and said she regretted not having you on that record. That producer was a Nazi. 
Oh, that yeah, nice. Wow. Yeah. I want to put but that in there. Yeah. Should producer some other times after that though. That what? Didn't they, didn't nah, they not this guy. They did this no? nobody's skin. Oh, that yeah, she did. She did. Yes, oh, she, she was deep diver. Deep diver. She did. What You're she right. Do? What she did some uh, like solo stuff. Yeah. And 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 then I retract you know what I think because she was trying to get back to that attitude and that um, spirit and that sort of work ethic mm. she had at Celebrity because she's gonna get this guy back. Yeah. And he's uh, gonna. But no. Yeah. There's no magic here. No, no, that yeah. that, that, that doesn't work. No, it that's crazy. You were back with them. Okay, yeah. well, yeah. yeah, maybe I misquoted that from Wikipedia. No, no, no. It's she that's did why I was say shocked. That. I was she like, she did say it, and then you know, yeah, it's I was always like, and then I was looking through, and I was like, oh, You're right, right. Uh-huh. back yeah. to this, yeah, fucking. But you still had your photo on that record, no? Yes, yes. Ooh, and yeah. your name, and your name on there, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's like I found out from like metal guys that that's common. Other guys play on your record, and then you're you know. You show up and you for get the, the credit for it. Yes, yeah, that, that's, a lot. And I was so naive; I didn't know. And I was, I, you know, sometimes I'm like common. a lot of like my friend Kenny that's from that band autograph was like, "You should have just went with it and just let it," you know. And I was like, "No, I can't," you know, because I was like, oh, "What am I going to say to that kid in Ohio yeah. who's like, that's a cool blah blah blah?" And I was like, "Right." Mm-hmm. So, what too. would you rather have? Like having a name on a record that you didn't get credit for, or having a name not on a record that shit you wrote on? It's oh. interesting. Mm-hmm. Wow, both situations. I know. I know. Yeah. It's just, we'll live through this. That's just like fuck, man. Yeah. I feel. I, I know. I, yeah. We. That, that's the past, but that's still like. I don't think that was right. That's yeah. my point. It just makes me feel like, um, do something today that's my own. You I know. know? Yeah, I, lo- yeah. I love that. You know, like I like when I did my book. I didn't have to like. It's check. Amazing. I and didn't have to like. It wasn't like my band was going to like right. every that event was, was just me walking yeah. in with my pen. You know, yeah. when I'm talking that. and everything I've done since, I can just be free about what I'm talking about. Yeah. I, I don't that. have Absolutely. to be concerned about. If it's going to be approved by, mm-hmm. so yeah, the doc and the book—that's all you. That's amazing. Yeah, should be proud of that for sure. That's yeah, incredible. that feels good to yeah. be able to do that yourself. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fuck. I don't know well, what's next. Maybe I'll what paint things. Paint. I'll paint or, uh, yeah, be a um, some kind of electronic music virtuoso in the in the sort of maybe theme of like John Carpenter. Remember when he yes. came out with stuff like Tangerine Dream? <laughs> Man, I. I John Carpenter, right? My God, I love that the stuff. Like, uh, like I think. Give of, me one uh, of the songs. Like I love the stuff from like uh, Escape from New York. Yes, me, me too. It's so good. It's so uh, good. Yeah, it's yeah. so good. And then um, this he didn't do Warriors. I want to say, but that it seems sim- uh, similar. It's though. very similar that right. style and, and love the I mean, yeah. I mean yeah. we've used like things from like. I've taken pieces from like the thing, yeah, and just like really weird parts of it, and piecing up with like more modern stuff, yeah, and having like intros, and he he's brilliant. Yeah. I love that. And then the Tangerine Dream, and then they did uh, Risky Business soundtrack, yes. which was cool. I love yeah. soundtracks. You Me know, too. I just got so into them. You know, yeah. Pur- the Purple mood. Rain soundtracks, the one of the greatest. Yeah. Grease too. Grease was amazing too. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. Uh, Purple Rain's the best, though. Purple Rain. I can talk Prince all. Are you a Prince fan, though? Oh, yeah. Yeah, gotta be. Do you ever get to meet him or play with him? Uh, no. No, but I like Wendy and Lisa. Oh, I think I've badasses. been like adjacent. You know, they were mm. like maybe in the next room at a party, maybe. Right, right. <laughs> Is there anyone that you wish you got to play with? Uh, haven't yet? Wow. He went to jam with her, like, I don't know. Um, God. He's still alive. That's tough. Yeah. Um, wow. I don't know mm. if I have I, uh, this I is one that I'm going to drive home and go, oh! Uh, I should have said! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have anybody, Derek? 
Um, yeah, I mean, the list is long. Well, somebody, there's one person maybe alive right now you could do something with. Mm, God damn it, Morris. It's hard, you right? put me on the spot. Chuck D would be sick. Chuck Ooh. D would be cool. I just oh, wish man. I could rap. Yeah, I can't rap either. <laughs> yeah, maybe we could do something with Chuck D because we, we can't rhyme. Yeah. We could do something I, with, uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't have to rap with him, but I mean, it'd be cool if I. I do something with Chris Martin. Mm. I, I love Coldplay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I, that'd be so sick. Juice. I don't know what I do with them. I love uh, Massive Attack, so I'd want to yeah. do something Ooh. with them. Yeah. That's, I mean, Tricky. we did a cover of them, From, and I've always like. Wasn't him. he in? Didn't Tricky do something with? Yeah. Yeah. They're so incredible. Yeah. Mm. Where are they from? Massive Attack. England. Oh. That's right. Madonna would be cool, <laughs> but I don't know about that. Maybe back then it'd been cool. <laughs> like Erotica <laughs> days. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> More of a Cindy Lauper. Uh, Patty got nobody, huh? Uh, I know I have somebody. Mm. Uh, b- b- Prince b- would have been sick, though. Yes, of course, yeah, for sure. That's like a given. Yeah, yeah. David Bowie. I'm, oh yeah, for sure. There's one. There's a good one. That's good. I love Nina Simone. I'm so, I'm she's my yeah. top five oh my God. singer. That's my my uh, Stephanie when she just you know everybody's doing their Spotify. A uh, year list, endless. Yes. Her, Nina Simone was her number one. Dang. Yeah. Her and, and then I'd also want to do something with Nick Cave. Oh wow. Ooh. Nick Cave. Ooh. Mm. Interesting. I love that voice of yeah. Nick Cave. I think yeah. your voice was Sade. Sade would be sick Ooh. too. Ooh. Oh my god. Sade would be amazing. You know, it, oh, I would say cat power. I, I Ooh, would like to do. And I'm gonna say because you said Chris Martin. I'm gonna say, um, I'm gonna say Jack White. Okay. Talented. Yeah, that would be. Sick. I don't know, just because he's talented. Would be fun. Man. That would be fun. I'm yeah. such a poser. Yeah. I knew nothing about him until I saw him on SNL this past year. Okay. And he was incredible. He's yeah. incredible. I knew he covered a Beyonce song. I heard that, but I saw him perform. And just every. He's so cool. I man. love like, it. I, I, I never know where band. it's going to come out with, with what he's doing. I love that. You like the White Stripes too? I do some stuff. But I slept I, on that band. I like yeah. him. So he's yeah, great. he's talented, right? Yeah. Yeah. And like, I'm not a super fan. It would just be kind of fun. Yeah. We kind of work with somebody that's you're not a super fan of, but you respect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like no, style, no doubt. Style that they do. Like, Whoa! I never imagined that. I could. could do that. I mean, Prince. I would just stare at him. I don't know what I would do, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I kiss Prince. I don't care, man. Yeah. I, don't know. <laughs> I guess we're gonna end it on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Patty, so thank you so much for your time and being here and sharing your journey. I'm sure you share the journey a million times. I appreciate you coming to the podcast. Thank and, you. And listening to the podcast. And for your questions. Thanks for answering my questions. Of course. Yeah, you're the best. Yeah, I'm so great good. to have you. I'm great to see you here. You're alive. You're well. Yeah. You're yeah. living. You're a mom. Yep. Playing drums. Yeah. Living Pretty your best good. life. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Stoked to have you here. Um, and people can find you online, Instagram. Yep, and Instagram. You have a website too or anything? Or no? no, no, it's, a, it's a, in construction. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> Is it just your name get, for the website? Yeah, I got to okay. get it um, up because I'm going to start a podcast. So yes. Got to get there yes, from somewhere. Yes. You heard it here first. Or pro- you have a That's name right. for your podcast? Yet or no? Not yet. And what are you going to talk about? Just like I don't know. I thought like at first it was going to be like, well, it was going to be talking about the, you know there's those songs that you're like whoa how did they get away with that like so like those lyrics you know like like some like funny lyric and you're like no Meet one man. said anything you know before <laughs> this got this thing got got you know okayed and you know like there's some songs in 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 the world that are like and you kind of break them down and go what you know and like so like song dissection more but like not that. like right. but in a sort of humorous way not, not a nerdy not, way yeah it's not like song is where it's like serious about it mm-hmm. like and then but then 
you know, also talking about other things like um, misheard lyrics or um, just, yeah, kind of like that. Fun. And but um, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And but it's kind of maybe a variety. Right. Like a variety show. No one's doing that. <laughs> nobody, nobody, are they? nobody is doing no, that. No, no. Right. Yeah. I'm still in shock that that producer made you like have the other bandmates of your band see if they can relate to the lyrics you wrote because right. you're singing them, but they have to play them too. Like how the lyrics going around to that producer. The songs you wrote for separate tour? Yes. And they're like, Do you can you relate to this? Can you, that's crazy. Yeah. Man. I would have went nuts, man. Yeah, that was it was hard for especially I remember our, our drummer. I he was just myself. like Right. Mm. I don't know. I've never yeah, thought about never, the, that's not how we work. We don't yeah. know. I've never you know, produced that. I mean, but he also made everyone sit in the same room as the drummer yeah. was doing their drum track. So we were sitting there, I had to sing live and then the guitarist like we weren't tracking anybody else but the drums. But he made us all sit in this tiny room, no air conditioning. He's like, I want it to feel like you're in a real live show. He's like, this is how you guys wrote the songs. You should write, you know, like record the songs in the same manner. Yeah. Guys like, think they're like ma- like a ther- therapy magic is going to happen. Yeah, you can't force you know. that. I know. No, you can't force it. But it, I mean, we, we, it came out crazy. I mean, oh. I, I love the way. I mean, I love the experience. Yeah. You love yeah. the album? Yeah, I do. Doing okay. different, doing something different's always great, you know. Yeah, yeah of, no, no. Like I'll tell yeah. my kids when when they're playing and practicing, take your kit, turn it, and face a different direction. New ideas come up. Yeah. So don't cool. keep but, doing the I, same stuff. But I was stuff. open to the ideas because I really wanted to be there, yeah. and that was the right. whole point. It's yeah. like, do you want to be? Then you're gonna try this. You know, you're gonna try every aspect and, and listen. And, yeah, yeah. And have that's an open cool. mind about it. You know, and it's like, of course, that's. You know, my dream is to be a singer. Or to it became my dream, but it, you know, to to be a musician. So, so all that all that hard work paid for that record. Yeah, man, it was it was definitely like one of those things that you need in your journey to be where you are. You know, yeah, like you yeah, were saying, yeah. But, yeah. You know, have you had to show your lyrics to the band after that ever again? No, okay. but I mean, I, I I became a better songwriter because of that for sure. I started paying I like a that. lot more attention yeah. to lyrical content. Wow, and uh, it definitely like changed my whole perspective of going in the studio for sure yeah people always thought h2o was a straight edge band but it was just me and nobody else yeah. Right. Straight edge. <laughs> yeah because i had a couple songs about it so we always got put in that little world that we were and we weren't interesting because mm. yeah. what i was writing yeah i didn't run it by the guys you know what i mean yeah, yeah. but they would have when, when, when you had this he had a uh, milo from descendants on didn't know that he didn't write a lot of the lyrics on the first album on the first oh, album wow. i was like he was like, no, the Some songs of the were like very, lyrics. yeah, he was like, the craziest things are a little more aggressive, a little more. Not, is that Milo P- Goes to College? Yeah, not PC. He was like, that That wasn't like me. Like Silly Girl, is that, that uh, Christmas Vacation? Loser. Took a vacation from. Yeah. yeah. That's a great lyric. He didn't write it. Oh. And also, uh, like, Good I'm melodies, not a loser. Dun, yeah. dun, dun, dun. He was like, he didn't write that. That was run. some OG pop punk right there. Yeah. Yes. He, and I was like, really? I was like suburban well, home. I, okay. I was like, I, I'm just going to put this out there. Fuck that. Um, <laughs> I think that one of, okay, this is going to be, this isn't proven. This might be just my opinion. I got to say it. Say, There's girl. a band from Canada called the Asexuals from Montreal. I know the name. Okay. Chris, uh, John Kastner, who was, went on to be in the Doughboys. Oh. Remember the Doughboys? Okay. They're on my John playlist. Kastner, okay, I heard the Asexuals when I was a kid, and they... I think maybe are the first pop punk band ever. Okay. I've never ever. heard that, but I don't doubt it. Okay. I, I don't I never heard that, I'm but I don't check doubt it. it out. Yeah. I mean obviously Ramones had the pop melody. Yeah. For sure. They, yeah, because Joey wanted like that bubblegum kinda. But yeah. like pop 
punky. But Pop-punky. where that name came from? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, like, asexuals. asexuals. Listen, there's a song called "Be What You Want." Okay. Okay. And it's about, you know, it's positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want, and it's so good. I'm gonna, I never even talk about that band. I remember that band. You do. Asexuals. Yeah. yeah I know the Montreal. name. Montreal. Okay. I don't, you know John Kastner. I don't. I don't remember. I'm sure you heard him. I'm dude. I definitely heard the name. I'll definitely check and him out. And he went on to be in the Doughboys. Yeah. That's a great band too. Yeah, it is a great. That's band. underrated band too. Completely Doughboys, underrated. Boys. I, didn't, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't think anybody knew who they were. Where are they from? Doughboys are from Canada. Uh, yeah, they're yeah. from Montreal. Wow. Peg Boy, another underrated. Yeah. Naked Reagan, bro. Yeah. All those other bands, like fuck. SNFU. Woo! Amazing frontman. Best lyrics. Rest We're in peace, Chai Pig. Like the yes. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yo, great band. No they one else it. wanted to play that album. Incredible. I love SNFU. The lyrics are the lyrical content is just incredibly yeah. brilliant. What was the second album? If you swear you'll you catch, catch fish. No, if you swear you'll catch no fish. fish. Yeah. So good. But it's such ahead, a good album. Time, though. Oh man, I mean, it's like I still remember the lyrics. Like one song is just talking about his father, like hating his record collection, and just like smashing it. And he's just like, the lyrics of that song. It's just like I pride in my record collection. It's the only thing I like to do. I remember my that. dad insists there are evil things, satanic messages in their groove. <laughs> I was like, what? Great. He was a great singer too. Yeah, man. great singer, great frontman. Canada, shout out to Canada, man. Shout out to Canada. Shout out to Canada. Come back, kid, too. Like, so good. A lot of great bands in Canada. Rush. Yeah. Triumph Rush. Rush is from oh, yeah. Canada? Oh, yeah. I'm they, such oh, a person. Okay, I'm we're going to end it right oh, now God. just because, because you said that. I, it, I'm like, I know a lot about Canadian bands. You do? Really? Yeah. <laughs> Rush, you like Rush? I like Rush, but like. Come on, tell the truth. I like Rush. <laughs> I saw them a lot. It's okay. Okay. Lucky you. Yeah. What's the best punk band from Canada? Well, I love the asexual okay, boys, okay. but I'm going also, with you. Uh, let's see. Well, DOA, West Coast. Oh, that's right. Well, oh, yeah. You get arrested at their show. I'm, it all comes back. Okay. Yeah. Canada. There was a bunch. Oh, Guy Smiley. Canada. Comeback Kid right now. They're Comeback from there. Kid, There's a bunch of. I'm trying to think of some. We love you, Canada. OG, OG Can- Canadian. She just named it, punk. though, asexual. Yeah. yeah. SNFU, man. They're the. They're a big one. That was a big favorite. one. Oh, well, here's what it might be like Stalag 13. Was Nip Drivers Canadian? No. Never heard no. Never heard that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> are you on that Google right now? Yeah, I'm on Google. Are you on the Googles? <laughs> yeah, I'm not here. I'm on the Googles. <laughs> all right, awesome. All right. We have to have come back for a part yeah. two. Just talk music, dude. Yes. Just talk like all kinds of music. Let's compa- let's like make lists of oh, like yeah. and then like put them out and like talk about them. I like, love that. Like, okay. And see where we match I'm up. Serious. Yeah. That would be. I want to do a part two. Yeah. Do that. Okay. And, and we they, can hand each other lists across yeah. the table. And okay. also, the importance of compilations. Right. Ooh. How fucking many times did I discover a band on a compilation? This is and so be like, true. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that was, and then is, you get everything on that label. Yeah. This is Boston, not L.A. Yeah. Kind of Western civilization. Yeah. 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 Or yeah. Uh, the youth. Uh, I'll turn Youth Brigade. Uh, didn't they have BYO? BYO presents. Yeah. Someone's gonna. Get their head kicked, kicked in, in that tonight? one. Yes. yes. Yeah. God. A lot of good. God. God. Rap music for rap people. Yeah. That was a good Here one too. Oh yeah. Max and Rock and Roll had one. Oh. For sure. Nardcore. Like. Yes. Nardcore. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The Mystic Records. Yeah. Ill repute. Ill repute. A Mystic. Oh, that was the first No Effects was on Mystic. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We should do compilations across the table. I love yes, that. Yes. Do it. Yeah. Okay. All right. You sure we're gonna hang out? Yeah. What about the one with the guy stage diving? And he has an Ellie's Wasted Youth sticker on his back of his pants. Oh, yeah. Is, oh, isn't yeah. it? Is that, is that a, a cartoon? Yeah. No. And yeah. I know the guy that did that. Oh. I okay. met him, uh, Brian. You got your CarMax already? No. Oh, okay. I've just been selling stuff all day. 
Okay, we're gonna have to, we're gonna hang up the podcast. You interrupted us now, Patty. Thank you so much. Thank Patty. you. This is gonna be part Can't one, wait. ladies and gentlemen. Next time, we're gonna go back and we do all compilations, part all music, like a crossword puzzle. Yeah. Yes. This was three hours. Oh my god! Oh my god. Thank you. <laughs> I don't give a shit. This no, is so, so good. So, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Fun. Signing off. Signing off. Bye. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Um, please rate, review, uh, subscribe. If you haven't subscribed yet to this podcast, please do that. And whatever platform you are listening to this on, I'm glad you found me. You can rate me and review me on there also. So thank you guys sincerely for the support. I cannot wait for you guys to the next one.